Yo, I put it like wow, this that sound These oaks don't work hard like me, I hope they know by now Bayo Bev, stand my ground Throw these money trees, go overseas like Percy Tao I'll make sure you stay around, quiet when I'm under loud No negatives allowed, me positivity took a vow I always play to win, don't anticipate loss Mind always in the clown, my boy Never think about the drop, never ever ever think about the drop Welcome to Sports Fans. It is the MKT Show. And I'm MKT. I am MKTEEE on radio, radio, radio. That's what they used to do about 60 years ago. Something called radio. Still exists. There's still good radio. So, radio is not dead. Radio did. Video killed the radio star. For those who don't know. It is a fine day in Africa today. It's a fine day in Africa. Uh, Players at AFCON are playing in temperatures of 35 degrees. And that's late at night, by the way, in Cameroon. That's not like 3 o'clock kickoff, you know what I mean? That's why a lot of these guys are struggling because they come back from Europe and they've gone soft. Because they're eating that European diet as well now. Like mayonnaise and stuff. Make you soft. It'll make you soft. I've had a good day. Good morning. That's not That's not a greeting. I, I've had a good morning. I'm not saying good morning. Because you might be in Turkmenistan when you listen to this at 9 in the morning tomorrow. Or whenever. You know what I mean? So, I've had a good morning. Need that separation. Yeah, I'm saying just like a bad marriage, you need that separation. Uh, with me, a man who, last night, his Moroccan team went through. Although he's only Moroccan, always only Moroccan fan because his, he had a friend who was a barber, but wasn't really his friend. They were using the Moroccan guy because he was a good barber, so they invited him to their barbecue uh, slash prize. We're going to go through this again. And now Ryan feels indebted to Morocco. He has a new Moroccan barber, so he's moved on from his old friend. I don't not, feel indebted to Morocco. Not sure if you, are you using the new guy as well, like you like you guys did the the previous Moroccan. No, the previous guy was our friend first, and he just so happened to be a barber. How did you meet him? I met him through other friends at one of the bras. Oh, uh, oh, it wasn't like you went to a Moroccan barber and then he became your mate. No. Did sound like that a bit. Oh, so maybe your friends were using him because he was a barber. Well, I met him at one of the bras. Okay. He would just come over and, I don't know, would chill and Get sometimes go to the, no, he comes to the clubs as well with us. Would he bring his clippers okay. to the club? No. You make it sound like the dude just walked around with clippers. That's, isn't that quite racist? No, because I know somebody who does that, who's always got his clippers on it. Like, We'll be just chilling at a bri. Like, oh, do you guys need a haircut? Wait, so do you also have a... Not a Moroccan. Oh, so do you also use barbers? I, I used to, but now I, I, I've got a, I've, I've got like a decent barber up the road now that just opened up. So I just walk there now. Mm. Yeah, so I don't, I don't... Well, I was accused of coming in slow yesterday. So today, it wasn't I'm slow. hyped up. No, 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 no. You see, Welcome you- to the MKT Show podcast. This is Ryan on the mic, a.k.a. Hawksley on Twitter, if you will. 
Let's get this episode started. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is a response to Paulo Diaz um, last night. If you didn't join us on the TikTok stream, Hawksley, Ryan Tinline, you know, I gave him, you know, I give excellent introductions for people. I'd be a great boxing intro guy here. And Ryan, don't, don't say it though, because it's trademarked and we can't. You no, can't no, no. afford a lawsuit. No, I'd have my own stuff. I'd my, I wouldn't be Michael Buffer. I wouldn't be my, Michael Buffer. And anyway, I um, I brought Ryan in, and then Ryan just came in with a squimp dab, hi, kind of thing. You know what I mean? And and Paulo Diaz didn't feel you matched my energy, Ryan. And I thought he was right. I was a little bit hurt, a little no, bit no. offended. He was right, but I am you know operating many many systems behind the scenes. So sometimes I don't catch on to the conversation. And then when I am and I have to bring myself on, I'm like, oh, didn't listen enough. Okay, <laughs> let's just jump on now. But I, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to be that guy who says too much. Yeah. Because I have been accused also of doing too much and saying too much. Well, you have done too much before. So that's quite, mm. um, that's good awareness. Uh, it's good awareness on your side. So. And it's not awareness like from the Western where it's awareness. No. no it's awareness of what's yeah, going a on. Cognizance, if you will. A- a- awareness in the Western is like, you know. Yeah. Being on the streets. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Keeping, keeping your head on a swivel. How aware are you? Yeah. Like a vibe. <laughs> so all you, it's the Western, you might say a vibe. Vibe. Yeah. With Gerald, <laughs> with Gerald and the cars. Yeah. So. Anyway, yeah. I'm still operating the systems, Yes, but I'm on it. Okay. I'm aware in both senses. You could say aware, I'm aware. That's what I'm saying. Ryan James Tinline, incredible scenes. Still can't figure out, uh, just like his uh, good mate from the West Rand, James Ilsley, how to get a Twitter handle that matches his Instagram handle. It's, it's just too much to figure out. Hawksley is here to stay. It's official. I put on Twitter last night. And I saw you and Paolo throw some shade, but it's okay because Hawksley is here to stay. It's n- all right. The young kids call it shade. <laughs> Why? What did you call it? Under fire. Oh no! Just just change your handle. Also, Paolo called me Gen Z, mm. and I don't think I'm. I'm no, a, you're Gen Z. I'm millennial. No, I'm a millennial. But I'm 95. I think Gen Z's from 96. Oh my goodness! I think I just make the. Because I don't want to be accused of being Gen Z. When you aren't. Yes. So you, you, I still use Hotmail. What Gen Z still uses Hotmail? Yeah, but that's just because it's embarrassing, you know. So I prefer to think I'm an OG. Okay, so Gen, when were you born? 13 September. Of? 1995. Okay, so Gen Z includes children, teens, and young adults born between... 97 and 2012. So you're, aha. So you millennial, huh? I'm a millennial. Thank you, sir. Are you sure you're a, uh, a millennial yourself? Yeah. You must just fit into that category, huh? What do you mean? I'm 35. That's what I'm saying. Uh, millennials. Let's see when millennials are. By the way, this is the kind of content you want to hear on a podcast. Yeah. We are educating you properly on this. N- yeah, 19. So you just, you, I, you were born in 96. 95. Yeah, you're just uh, a millennial. Wait, if I'm 26, when was James born? Is James is 90? Is he 97? No, no, you don't know. I'm not, he's not my Because then it's possible he is Gen Z. He is Gen Z. Oh, he's Gen yeah. Z. I'm millennial. Yeah. That's the difference. Because you're a year older than James or what? 
Or you're older than James. Anyway, um, Chris James, James is currently dating a 26 year old, and he's 24. Two years difference. Yeah, the older woman thing. Yeah, the older woman thing. Yeah. So, I think he, I think he's just making into Gen Z. Yeah, he, no, he's Gen Z and uh, 1977 to 1995, millennial. So when were you born? 1986. So you make the cut. Cool. Wait, so then when was Paolo born? Also, he's a, same, same. Yeah, he's in the mix there somewhere. Don't know how old Paolo is. I'm, he's got his own wife. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, a, I'm not big on birthdays. Like, unlike our colleague Barrett, who actually keeps a diary and he updates it himself, not on his phone, not a calendar thing, doesn't use Facebook. Uh-huh. If you go into his diary right now, mm-hmm. he's got my birthday, James' birthday, Jane's birthday. You're joking. I promise you, he writes them in, in his daily diary that he uses every day. And so it must be a nightmare when he resets at the, you know, new year, new diary, new birthdays. I just, but I feel like Barrett's life is like, it's a whole lot. So that's, that for him, that's normal. He's, he's just, because we see, wow, that's a whole lot. And he's just like, no, well, what are you talking about? This is me. You know what I mean? So um, shout his, out to- his life is the title of Neymar's new documentary that just dropped on Netflix. Which is what? Hold on. I'm going to put it up because I do remember it. Neymar Jr. with a, a docu. Yeah, yeah. It is. Hold on, I need to, I need to, I need to pull this up. Right, here. at the age of 29 years old, Neymar Jr., he's, um, <laughs> wow, he's got a documentary. It's, it's unreal, folks. Um, oh, yes. So Barrett is the definition of Neymar Jr.'s new documentary on Netflix titled The Perfect Chaos. <laughs> I knew it related. I thought about it last night. So you thought, ah, oh, this is Barrett. Barrett. Do you think that immediately? Or? Not immediately. Okay, quite a bit after, like now. Yeah, yeah. Barrett's life is like very eccentric. He's he's, yeah. he's on the ball, like. Yeah, know. Barrett is a whole. He's a whole experience. So he's a, an entire experience. Barrett Edelstein, a spin instructor who can't ride a bicycle. What a like. That's just one of the things about. It. That's, I mean, that's just incredible. He also didn't know who Judas Iscariot was. Yeah, that's, uh, thank goodness for modern day poet, uh, Lady Gaga. <laughs> who's in, <laughs> some might say Judas Iscariot. Uh, there may be other people who don't know this because somebody who I used to work with said she didn't teach her religion. So she doesn't do religion in her home. And her son went to, um, primary school and he came home and he said, yeah, mommy, they keep talking about this Jesus guy. <laughs> Which was wow. his, yeah. No, no, incredible scenes when she told me. That must, I wonder what the life is like because it's been shoved down my throat since I was like three. Oh, Catholic school, but you didn't know that it's, um. No, Catholic school, high school. But still. Christian school, primary school. Yeah, but you didn't know that when you walk in there that that's not sanitized. Yeah. I, I love how you think 3,000 years ago the Catholics thought, oh, you know what we need? Something like a little sanitizer there. No, in the day and age we live in now, yes. sanitizing is a normal thing. And so now whenever you go to a shop, I mean, even yesterday I was at the sandwich shop mm-hmm. and then they, they spray my hands before I, and I'm not even touching anything. Like they just sprayed my, my hands as I got there and I was like, okay, cool. We're still doing this. Mm-hmm. So it is only normal for me to think as I walked into a church, okay, they want to sanitize my hands as I walk in. Yeah, but Fair here's, enough. here's what you're missing. 
th- that's everybody knows what where the holy water is in a Catholic church. I don't go to a Catholic church. No, but everybody knows. Like, like how do you know? It's 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 on TV. It's like yesterday you were telling me what Mauritius is or, or whatever is better than Jamaica, and you've never been to both. And I said, how do you know? He said, I've seen the photos. So to your wisdom from yesterday is how I know. I've I've seen it with my eyes. You know what I'm saying? Lots mm. of times. But you haven't seen dogma. You know the reason. Dogma? Yes. No. You know why you haven't seen it? Why? Because it was before 2015. Mm. Yeah. So Ryan hasn't seen any movie before the, um, the year of 2015. You haven't. I have. You haven't. Uh, he doesn't know anything. He didn't know who Daniel Day-Lewis was. So. Oh, well, no one know who does. Kenny Rogers was. You know what I'm saying? I do. I did know who Kenny Rogers oh, was. Okay, sorry. I went too far there. You didn't know. Um, <laughs> no when Why did you know who Kenny Rogers no was, when, by the way? Because <laughs> it's like, it like the camping anthem. And, <laughs> and I used to love poker as well. So it was like a nice little story. On a warm summer's evening. On a train out from nowhere. Mm. Met up with the gambler. Uh, I forget the words from there. Yeah, but but you, you I need do I need that I need that song just to uh, you know I just need to get a little bit in and then I I go football. Yeah, Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. And my uncle's actually a big old music fan. Um, my dad always bought the new music. My uncle would not change his CDs, so that's why I knew all of the old music. Do people still have CDs? Yeah, I still have CDs, but and this just in, my mom's brand new car. Doesn't come with a CD player. Yes, because it's not 1836. The thing is, right? I'm a sound engineer. Go ahead. By trade. It's what I do. Ones and twos, you know me. I hear you. I hear CDs you. CDs. Maestro. Carry extreme quality sure. of music. Yeah, yeah. What you're listening to on Spotify is MP3. Mm-hmm. It's broken down. It's terrible. Apple Music, they've upped the game a bit, but only if you set it. So if you have the data or you've da- you have the space to download the big files, then you're getting full quality. Although on Spotify, you can do that as well. Isn't- you can, but they're still bringing out. So Spotify is the only, um, well, it's one of the only ones that don't actually have. So you have your premium. Got you. And then like Tidal, which was previously owned by Jay-Z, now by um, the previous uh, Twitter CEO, Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey. So now I think it's owned by Square. Um, but anyway, Tidal has a hi-fi option. Now, when hi-fi first came out, and it's always come out to Tidal, by the way, owned by the Swedes, I think, or the Swiss. I'll double-check on Probably that. Probably the Swedes. I think yeah, Swedes. Because they, they also own Spotify. So What's just one Swede help? Jay-Z bought Tidal for $60 million. Nothing. And they started with, with the hi-fi. That's what Jay-Z bought into. It was the first application on the market to offer hi-fi music high def everyone is like what are you talking about this is just a scam you're asking for double the money because in rands i'm talking in rands now 60 rand for spotify 60 rand for apple music for a single account title they had the normal premium option for 60 rand but if you wanted the hi-fi option 120 worth it worth it 100 percent worth it i i got it people thought i was crazy they're like ryan you're just overpaying you think it, you just you just want to be part of whatever Jay Z's? I'm like, no, no, no. I have the headphones for it. You have to have the headphones, by the way. It's mm-hmm. like, what's the point of having Netflix in 4K if you have like a 
TV from 2005. You know what I'm saying? Hey Amen. I do know what you're saying. I don't I, even have any TV. Because I know you're saving up for a 4K. 8K. 8K. Oh, 8, oh we're getting 8K, 8K now. Yeah, yeah. 8K. Okay. So, 8K. See? 70, 70 inch. 8K TV. 8K quality. Yeah. You don't have an old TV with Netflix now, which does 4K and HDR. It's like I know a lot of bums who have a, a PlayStation 4. Because PlayStation 4 is a 4K, huh? Or is it PlayStation 5? I think it was 4K... Uh, it is 4K. No, no, no. PlayStation 5 is definitely 4K. Yeah, I, I think it's 6K. So I know a bum who's got a PlayStation 5 and just a bum TV. No, that's terrible. No, yeah, he's a terrible person. I told him this to his face. Also, can I just, as a sound engineer, you have to have the audio as well. You can't just have TV audio. What are you doing? Get us at le- bare minimum, get a sound bar. But I mean, even so. Yeah, but what if you live in a complex? So I've thought about what you're saying, and I, you know I'm on board for paying for stuff. Yeah. So worth it. The only time I think you shouldn't have Ryan-level sound is if, if you live in a house, great. If you live in a complex, do not do it. I will come and punch your door down. No, 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 but you don't have to listen to it loud. Just have the sound spread out. Get a 5.1 system. Mm-mm. Not in a complex, because you've always lived in a house. I know how you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> I have crying children next door to me. Those walls are paper thin. I have a lady upstairs who sounds like Cruella Deville crushing puppies <laughs> with her high heels every night above me. You have no idea. Then get a nice set of headphones. Who, me? No, anyone who buys oh, a yeah, PlayStation. Yeah. No, no, no. It, Ryan, I'm, I'm saving for, since I met you and Greg, uh, Greg Cohen, shout out, uh, Real Mensch. I, I agree with you. You, you, mm. I, like, get the, be- you know what, save. In mm. fact, don't get the best you can afford. Save for the best. Hmm. It, it, it takes you two years. It's also with listening, right? With For me, why wouldn't you want to protect your ears? Yes, exactly. The, like for me, the reason I want to get the best quality is for a functional reason, not because I want to be, hey, yo, what's happening? I, once your hearing's gone, by the way, it's not, it's not like a cut in your, on your elbow. You need your hearing until you are, what would you say, 80? Yeah. So, what, did, what did you agree on the GCS this morning? Uh, driving age eighty. Well, that was Lebang. I mean, oh. I'm not. I'm not really into it. I, I, you know, my thing on driving is uh, <clears throat> we're still a bum country. We have way too many cars on the road. Just make, make public transport work. That's actually how you become a sophisticated country. No one drives in Switzerland. I think we're too far gone. No, we can. It's going to take a couple of years. Yeah, uh, we can pull it back. You, you know, Germany was a bum country, like just now. You can turn it around. Yeah, no, can. Yeah. I'm just saying. We just, oh no, we won't see it. No, oh, we won't see it for no, a no, time. no, no. The comrades have stolen all the money for our generation. <laughs> no, 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 no. And their kids are now coming into power. Nah, we'll be driving Mercedes until until. No, South Africa's <laughs> South Africa in the in the social sense. No way. They, we're never going to be Europe. Forget it. Not in our generation. Yeah. Uh, but we got the car train. It's a start. You know, yeah, like start. if you've used the car train before, that's what all of Sweden's like. Everywhere. Yeah. In, in the, like a waitron. Is traveling on the car train mm. in, in Stockholm. So, you know what I mean? And better, mm. actually. Like, the car train's actually pretty mediocre when you get to Switzerland and then you're on proper trains. Mm. And then you, and then you're living, you know what I mean? Apparently, Japan. Have you been to Japan? No, but it's, it's somewhere where I really want to go. Because I, I dress with that Japanese <laughs> stuff. Tokyo. Drift. Yeah. Oh, you don't know the song? No, bum, I, I have bum, watched Tokyo bum, Drift, bum, by the way. I just want to end off the last point. Sorry, because I drifted off there. Sure. Drift. Title. Drift. Drift. Hi-Fi. Um, hi-Fi subscription. Yes. Spotify hasn't yet come out to that yet. Ah, so I'm just getting a little bit better quality than MP3. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. Apple Music has now brought out spatial audio, and they've partnered with uh, a small company called Dolby Atmos. Yes, yeah, yeah. They'll never make it. No, no. Dolby no. will never make it, yeah. What, you don't think so? No, they're a tremendous company. They, they're doing big things. So, uh, I thought, uh, I uh, thought uh, you genuinely didn't know what I was talking about. Well, it's a little bit like uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, you and Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> now, we did, um, we did some work on a documentary with, in fact, the Dolby Atmos people in South yeah. Africa. They, so, yeah, I've, I've actually worked with Dolby. By the way. I'm not Jay-Z. I'm just saying I got to do no, no, some no. work with them. So, now. they've partnered exclusively with Apple Music, mm. releasing Dolby Digital Audio. So, now… You no longer just have your MP3 version and your HD version. Now you have the spatial audio, Apple Digital Master, and um, some songs have got the Dolby Atmos releases. So mm. now Dolby Atmos, if you don't know, do all of the big movies, all the sound for huge releases. So that they did. So the, the we we recorded um, our documentary, the sound. So mm. we we recorded something called 3D sound. Yeah. And yeah, we, we, we worked in collabor- collaboration, collaboration with those guys. And we, yeah, it was an incredible experience to see what they can do. I'm yet to still do some of that stuff. Yeah. I haven't been exposed to it because it's all new. You know, when I was doing my sound degree, spatial audio wasn't a thing. Mm. You had stereo. Stereo is about the biggest breakthrough since the wheel, you know? <laughs> <laughs> sure. So no, spatial audio is, is huge. And now it's being incorporated into song mixes, which is, Look, it's harder for us mixing engineers. Gotcha. But uh, it's 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 a it's a new sort of thing. But again, you have to have the technology for it. You can't just have it. So, yeah, that's why you need to get something like Tidal. South Africans don't pay for stuff, though, right? I no. think we've had this conversation. Oh. Is they are like I still walk up to people's laptops and I'm like, what is that an advert? Get YouTube it's, Premium. Yeah, YouTube Premium. What is wrong with you? Also, and would, ad blockers are not YouTube Premium. Would you subscribe to content makers on YouTube? Like, because what do you mean? What, what, what? So that there's a feature on on YouTube now, right? To offer to help creators fund more videos, to do more videos, you can now subscribe, and I think it's something along along the lines of a dollar. So it's like ten rand. Mm, uh, you mean content makers I like? Yes. Yes, of course. Oh, you mean you mean pay? So yeah, would oh, you yeah, pay I've done for this. like? Have you? I don't know. I've uh, I've done super chats and stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I like if I like content. Although I've done it twice, but they've gone so big now. Like okay, I'm just gonna watch your content. But yeah, no, absolutely. Because that's that's like the new thing now. I don't know if you've seen. Yeah. Monetization. I think Twitter's it's like, introducing it's it. It's a patron model. It's not. It's not patron, but. Essentially, but it's not, it's not new. Um, so, no, 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 it's not new. Yeah. No, no, of course I would. But I think it's new to some platforms. Like I know Twitter's the latest one where it's a new thing. Oh, are they? Okay. Eventually you can monetize Twitter. Yeah. So now you can tip creators on Twitter. Excellent. Yeah. Because what's terrible is that, listen, as much as some people may find some content creators dangerous, and I think they are, they are dangerous people for society once you get a big enough following. But just because you hate Alex Jones and his alien theories and him thinking <laughs> what the the queen is a lizard or whatever Alex Jones says, you know the lizard people. <laughs> but but if there's people who like him, just because the corporations don't like him, he should be able to do what he does. Like if they if you have an audience, and I'm not talking about like Nazis here. Okay, they they are objectively speaking dangerous people. They they are like we need to. Part of democracy is being able to shut people down, actually, because people always lean on, 
No, it should be absolute freedom. No, that's not democracy. Absolute freedom is chaos. Yes. It is anarchy. That, that's not democracy. It's the purge. Yeah. So, so democracy is to say we have a standard that we all sort of agree to. If you stray too far from that, we're going to have to smash you in the face. But if Alex Jones wants to, you know, talk about aliens and lizard people, there should be a space for him. Like now YouTube, you know, has canceled him, Alex Jones. So he doesn't have a channel because he does say some hysterical stuff, that guy. Uh, Alex Jones. Yeah. So, but he should, he should be able to go and have a platform somewhere if 10 million Americans want to listen to him. And I think a dollar from every now and then, you know what I mean? I just think… We pay so much for like the likes of DSTV that show absolute rubbish. <laughs> if they didn't have football. They didn't have football. I promise you I would unsubscribe. And, you know, like in America, you have Disney Plus, right? Mm-hmm. So I've, I've, I've got Disney Plus here. You oh, can subscribe. Oh, 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 sorry, I just want to, I, I, know, I know where you're going here. I must tell you, South Africans are rather, we are rather ungrateful. For what we get on DSTV. No, no, it's It a, is hysterical. We, we have... The cheapest, high quality, and it's not pay-per-view though. People keep uh, correlating the two. They are very different things, right? Because cable is pay-per-view. Um, but for what do you get on DSCV? It's expensive for South Africans just because it's all we know. But just go to, just go to the UK and see what a Sky package. So that's not for everything, by the way. Mm. Just for Sky. Go and see what that hysterical package costs. No, and, I- and it's terrible. I know in America they have cable football or like sports are a separate thing. So, so you got to have like CBS, uh, ESPN. Those are all separate separate yeah. packages. We get all of that as one package. Yeah. yeah. It's just – I'm talking about uh, our, our other content on DSTV is just uh, terrible. But well, like, it's not bad. I, I'll never watch it. You and I agree. But for what we pay, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. In terms of the sport, I agree. <laughs> and no, can I tell you what? And I've always been one to push DSTV. Yes. The only reason why is because, as you say, it is pretty cheap. Mm. Because, and I, I don't know if they do it now, but DSTV had a package last year, right? So you get all your sports channels. You get your online um, login, which is, I think, five devices. Two can only watch live at a time or operate the whole catch-up thing. Then last year they partnered with a, with a company and I forget their name now, but it was a music streaming company, a French music streaming company, mm-hmm. which offered five accounts for free if you subscribe to DSTV. What? You didn't know this? Oh, Jukes. That's what it's called. Okay. So it's a French streaming music company. If you signed up to DSTV, you got that. So you got your normal DSTV, right? You can have an optional decode in the bedroom or another room. Then. You get your online sign-ins, so you can sign on five devices, only use two at a time. Then you got Jukes, five accounts. So your whole family could have a music streaming service for free. Mm-hmm. And you get Showmax, which is another, well, it's not local, but it's more focused on local um, TV shows and movies. It's a streaming service here in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And so for 800 rand a month or 900 rand a month, it is it's quite insane. And I, I used to tell people that all the time. I just wish the content was better locally. How much is DSTV now? Like for the premium? Um, it's 900 rand a month. It's nothing. 
It's really nothing. But I think Jukes has pulled out now, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Y- you know it. But I mean, people looked over that. like They were like, ah, it's just Jukes. It's free music streaming. Also, y- you know... For five accounts. That's your whole family. 900 bucks is nothing for what DSTV gives us. Although it is... I, I think I know what the frustration is. It's because not everybody watches football. Yeah. Y- you know, if you're a sports fan, we get an incredible package. Because what you must understand, in the UK, you have to pay for those separately. And you don't get every single football game. And in America, you don't get every single football game. Here, I get the CBS stuff, ESPN stuff package. I don't, I don't care. And I think uh, Showmax is HBO exclusive content. And, and, by the way, the big boxing match, you know how much um, uh, a pay-per-view co- yeah. per fight will cost you in America? No, no, I've, I've, you've paid, you, you've you paid $80 before. I've paid, I pay for these pay-per-views. I watched Logan Paul and, and I watched Jake Paul and I watched Conor McGregor. What does Logan Paul charge per pay-per-view? I paid $90 because it came with a free shirt, which the South African post office still has somewhere, by the way. <laughs> Uh, it's been a year. Can I please have my shirt? Nah, you're not getting that shirt. I'm not getting that shirt. So, when in doubt, zoom out. <laughs> it's not that. So, for one fight, you're paying for a whole month of DSTV. You're just not getting it live. What's that? You're just not getting the the um the actual boxing match live. Why not? Because DSTV don't have the rights for that. You yeah. get it the day after. Or, or, no, what are you talking about? Oh, for like Logan Paul. For pay per view. No, yeah. no, but for real fights, you get it live. I do. I, of course, I wake up at four in the morning when Floyd Mayweather was on. UFC? Of course. Isn't UFC the next day? No. No. It's on DSTV. Live. You can That's wake up, but it's because you're not awake at four in the morning. I'm sorry. No, no. Okay. Let's just, let's just, I'll just tell you something right now. Oh, sorry. You don't sleep at all. Actually. For Floyd Mayweather yeah. and Conor McGregor, I drove to Hooters at three in the morning. They had an opening special. I had to book. <laughs> it costs 150 rand each per head. You go there. Now, it's three in the morning. <laughs> so you get there, they serve you breakfast, which is Hooters curly fries. Sure. And the breakfast bun <laughs> for 150 rand. They have TV screens everywhere. <laughs> and I promise you, at seven o'clock in the morning, I was walking out there more slush than when they, when they left the previous restaurant to come here. Three in the morning. You went to Hooters. Four ways. I was there, but. That's like a forty-five minute drive for you, yeah. Give or take. No, but it was it was great because you know what? I got to hang with friends at Hooters, yeah, to watch Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather go at it live. And you know what the best part is? I'm telling the story right now on a platform. I knew it was going to make a good story one day. I just had to have people to listen to. It's it. one of the most hysterical things I've ever. You've never been to Hooters at three in the morning. It was great. <laughs> it's the MKT show. So Hooters at three in the morning, you say? Yeah. When did you leave? Did you sleep? Can you remember? Yeah. yeah or so did you come straight from the club? No, no, no. I slept. Because I think it was a, it was a normal weekday, if I'm honest. I think it was in the middle of the week. <laughs> <laughs> so I called a bunch of friends, booked a table. And um, I think there was like, how many of us was there? Maybe Six. Yeah, so I think a friend slept over at my place. Two o'clock, got up, showered, got to Hooters by three. 
sensational. Your life's incredible. You've had champagne in a movie theater with a friend of yours who looks like Machine Gun Kelly. It was pointed out earlier. So who is this guy, Ryan? You need to post that photo up on, on the gram or something. It is, it is on my gram. I can repost it on the MKT show. You so. should. So put it as a story and, okay. and a tweet. Cause okay. I need people to see this guy. He looks like Machine Gun Kelly. And is he as electrifying as he looks? Yes. Very much so. He's, he's the DJ I used to manage. Okay. So, okay. That explains that he, he, he lives that life. Yeah. No, he is he a professional DJ. Yeah. Is that what he does for a living? Well, not so much anymore. Now he's making music. So I, I mix his music for him as well. Like singing or just DJ like as a producer? No, no, no. Uh, singing stuff. Oh, so he's a singer as well? Yeah. What kind so, of singer? So we've been working on a lot of acoustic records. What's his name, by the way? Let's Jason Roberts or otherwise known as Jay Roberts. Jay Roberts on... It's J. Rob's world on all handles. Jeez, you can go find him. J. Rob's world. Oh, you got it. No, no. He. It's J. Rob's world everywhere, even on Spotify, Apple Music. So J. Rob's world, as in the letter J or J. A. Y. J. A. Y. J. A. Y. Rob's. B. So R. O. B. So J. A. Y. R. O. B. S. S. W. R. L. D. So not the word world. No, so he's got this thing where he puts the uh, the registered trademark sign as the O as the O R okay. L D. No, he's a lot. He's a, he's a lot. Just looking at him, so none of this surprises me that he's also got a dynamic approach, and I love it. No, it's hilarious because when uh, so he was in U- in the UK last year, and uh, he went to Dubai afterwards for a little bit. I think he went there for like two weeks. And he actually got stopped in the airport, and a couple of girls asked him if he was machine gun, and he's like. Oh, did he go with it? Oh, yeah, no, he ran with it. He was like crying. Then he phoned me. He's like, you won't believe what happened. So what happened? Did he get their numbers or not? I don't know. I think they just took photos or whatever. But he's ah. like, it was so weird. But he does look a lot like Machine Gun. He's even got the boots. The thing is, he, he doesn't hair. look like Machine Gun Kelly so much. Because I've just, I, I just got introduced to Machine Gun Kelly. But he's got that vibe. Yeah. So he's got the look of a superstar. Mm. Of an electric figure. He, he's, he's an influencer meets... Like an online gamer meets a white guy rapper singer guy. Yeah. He, somewhere in the, there's a Venn diagram, if somebody could draw it, you know, he, somewhere he's a confluence. So there's a confluence of about six or seven things that happen in public that he is. And he's I also love a Manchester United fan. I love that he's got a white jacket. Yeah, I know. Like, like a white Roger Federer jacket though. It's, it's, I don't mean, I don't mean a coat he got from Woolworths. No. It looks like he got that jacket somewhere at Stutterford's back in the day before they were a pyramid scheme. Um, it's excellent. That guy looks excellent. No, he's, he, he is. He's one of the, as the great Rocky Maya Villa slash The Rock, the people's champ, used to say, he, he looks like one of the most electrifying entertainers in the world. Him and his brother are like my best friends. J. Rob's world. Yeah. So his brother Brad is also so both of them they're like my best friends. So what does his brother do? Probably like an accountant or what? Oh, uh, he's he's producer guy. Oh my so god! Oh, him, so they, him and I produce records. Yeah, yeah but what do their parents do? If you don't mind me asking, um, I bet you they're like accountants, and then they they've just produced <laughs> these two rap scallions. As- so I don't I don't know exactly how to detail it now, but I know his dad's the CEO of like 
um, a security okay. company thing. You see, it it only makes sense that his his parents are ballers for him to be living in, because <laughs> there's no way he could just live like this. No, let me tell you, I used to manage um Jason, mm. and so when Brad was in Durban, mm-hmm. um, there was one trip I couldn't make because I had work. Yeah, and I was so sad. So they they had a gig in Durban, and then the, they stayed in Durban for like two weeks. But then we got a request, um, for Jason to perform here. Um, for one night. And so Jason, um, had to come back here and then, you know, fly back. So I picked him up here. I said, don't worry, I'll pick you up at the airport. We'll go. Cause I. It's crazy. You can Uber. No, well, I, I manage him. I go to the clubs with him and I. Can Uber. Can Uber. No, but also it was an under 18s party. Okay. And the kids are crazy at under 18s parties. So I used to also be the muscle. <laughs> Walking him into the club. Really? Oh yeah, just, they didn't give us bodyguards, which is nonsense. Cause at, at, at the big boy clubs, I have at least two or three bodyguards on call. Just in case. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, hey, DJs make. I've had to use them once. With girls or guys? Both. Uh, mainly guys, because it's often the girls that come speak to him. Oh, that's and it's the boyfriends that follow. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it's a, it's an issue because you because you can see always he's just talking to the girls. Yes, I hear you. In fact, the girls are talking to him probably. Yeah, no, that's exactly what's going on. Yeah, I know what you mean. Can and I buy then, you a drink? Oh my god, he's so cute. Yeah, there was one time we're at <laughs> we're at Mickey Beach in uh, in the east, and we were doing a gig there, and there was a lady who came and spoke to him, and then the husband cornered him in the bathroom. No way. Yeah, I had to call all six bodyguards from Nikki Beach. Shout out. And then they had to escort us out there because it just got crazy. No ways. And yeah, then yeah. It was the Oka Brieka, the other guy. Yeah, yeah. No, the, he the was, husband was a proper East Oak. Yeah, because she was like 28. Yeah. And I mean, at the time, what, I was about 25, 24, probably 24. And Jason's probably like 22. So you can only imagine. Yeah, but that's the problem with being a DJ is that. <laughs> You have all the power at a party and, and guys are insecure. That will happen. Don't let any guy tell you, yo, she's my chick. Guys are so insecure. Cause you, you, you know, I've always said the most powerful people in the world, sportsmen, obviously, there's no one like them, but musicians, dude. No, no, the real bastards are the lead singers. Cause that power, <laughs> nobody is loved. Like when a girl falls in love with a band and yeah, yeah. she's your girlfriend, if you know that guy, she goes to that band, uh, what's it? That concert alone. <laughs> Yeah, it's late for you. Well, you, if your girlfriend's good looking and she goes to a concert alone and the lead singer is one of those guys, it's all over. Uh, plus, your fr- is he is he in a relationship, my man? Before no, J Roll, no, okay, no, because no, no, no. he looks like no, 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 like I can't blame that guy at um at the at what's it at Nikki Beach because your mate looks like that guy as well. I can't have any girls around him. No, no, he looks like that guy, and I'm not saying he is that guy. No, 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 I'm not, I, I know exactly what you mean. He looks like that guy. Because the thing is, the moment if I bring a girl onto the scene mm. and he's around, yeah, it's late. Ah, interest has moved on me. You know, ah, who's your friend? <laughs> so now that does put us in a very interesting position. This whole it's about personality thing because I've seen what happens to to girls when they get around musicians and and guys like him because he, he looks like an electrifying. He looks like a human lightning rod, like all the electricity in the room. Even if you don't know him, like in the photo, I can tell if he walks in the room, all of the electricity in the room goes to him. Oh, yeah. Just because he's that vibe and he's tall as well. He's got the blonde like mullet thing mm. going. Um, yeah. No, he's a, a very good looking guy. And so a, a nice guy or a bit of a, the nicest guy. That whole family, like 
it's like my second family. Mm-hmm. So whenever I'm not at home, you can find me at their house. And I, I just, I live there. Or at Hooters at three in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Incredible scenes. All right. He actually uh, doesn't like to go to places like that because he gets too much attention. Jay Roberts. Jay Roberts. Jay Rob's world. Jay Rob's world. That's it. Incredible scenes. Can't wait to meet that guy. Well, any chance we, any chance I can meet that guy? Yeah. You like, can have him on the show if you want. No, it might be a bit much. Uh, <laughs> I just like to like chat to him for five minutes, maybe. Yeah. You know, cause I'm also not like a chatty person. No, no. I, I'm not like a, let's get along and be best mates. <laughs> like I, I don't want him on my show for two hours. No, like, sure. I'd like, be bored of him, you know, cause I also don't know if he's an airhead. Like I, I don't really do, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, what if he's not a smart guy? I, I mean, I know he's your friend. But what if I'm bored of the conversation after five minutes? Sure. It'll just be like, how's it, boo? What's the vibe? And then he, I'm sure, a little bit of firecracker. Okay. No, that's awesome. You'll like it. You, you know Trust what I mean? Me. So, no, he's an electrifying human. But that's five minutes sure. is all I need right now. I, I don't need him on my show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like that, uh, that pizza thing that you're telling me about. One bite. Yeah. One bite. Uh, Dave Portnoy. Dave Portnoy. Dave. Uh, Barstool Sports. Little company. Tiny. Never going to make it. Just like Dolby. Yeah. Yeah. Or Spotify. Terrible. <laughs> All right. Well, we are a sports show. Let's yes. get to that. Um, just thinking uh, as we take a break in the Premier League, you know, Pep Guardiola, he's going to win the league and it'll make it four titles. And I was just thinking, I wonder what the vibe with Pep is. You know what I'm saying? Because he'll get his fourth title, but it's still no Champions League, still a billion dollars or billion pounds into it. And, you know, He's only got two Champions League titles. And I say only, you know, Mourinho's got two, two Champions League titles, you know, and Mourinho did it at Porto and at Inter Milan, made history. It was part of a treble. He took Samuel Eto, who Pep rejected and went to the Champions League final and won it, right? Mm. Legendary. And by the way, with 10 men, went and beat Barcelona, where Pep was the manager in that year, very next year. So I was just thinking, Pep has to win the Champions League to, to be in like that Mourinho. Because I still think Mourinho's got the edge. You know, when you win it with Porto. Yeah. Like, that's crazy, dude. And then you go and do what he did at Inter Milan. That, that was wild. Ten men at Barcelona when they were humming, by the way. That's Messi, MSN. That's full on. That's Neymar, Suarez with ten men at the no Camp. Insane. It's insanity. And Pep has to face up to that. He went to Bayern, didn't work, spent all the money in the world. And I've got no problem with Pep spending the money. But then he must deliver at the highest level because Fergie did it with less. Right? Fergie's got two. Mourinho's got two. And Mourinho did it with less. That matters. Mm. You know? So four titles, I hear you. But I think he needs to at least win a Champions League with Man City because... A billion is a lot of money. That's a lot of money to just win the league. You know, Mourinho's got three league titles. Sure. So, and he didn't, it didn't cost Jose Mourinho a billion pounds to win three league titles. So you've got one extra league title with, what, 500 million pounds more spent than Jose Mourinho. Also, what's the contract left on... On his Man City, I think, oh, I think he can have. I, I think it's another two years that he's got. Two years. So, but, but I don't think he. I think next season will be his. In fact, I won't be shocked if this is his last year, regardless of how are it goes. You're going to call it because he's intense, dude. Intense people wear people out, and they get worn out. I mean, he had to take a year off after Barcelona. You know, the thing is, where does he go? 
Uh, that's what. Uh, that's my next thing about him. Because Man City, I don't want to say he was brought from nothing, but he is the like the same way Jurgen is the face of Liverpool. He is the face of Man City. But he's also done Barcelona, Bayern Munich, and now Man City. Like, what's left? Yeah, like, where do you go from here? Like, what is left? Does he have to go to Italy? Maybe maybe he goes and resurrects imagine AC Milan Inter. or Inter. Oh, AC Milan needs Problem is, Pep needs a little bit of money. I don't, I don't work with shoddy <laughs> tools. A little bit of yeah. money. Like, and I'm fine with that, by the way. Because yeah. if you're the CEO, right, you work your way to becoming the CEO of a company... I don't expect you to share like an open booth area with the bums from university. You know what I mean? You should have the best tools, the corner office, uh, uh, like a driven, a chauffeured car. You know what I mean? You you should have that. You should have the best. The best should work with the best because a, a university graduate doesn't know the rules of a listed company. You know what I mean? Mm. Is you got to be at the top. The pressure's real. By the way, the Pep thing's not a free ride. What do you think? The guys at Bayern Munich, they gave him that money for nothing. No, they said, eventually they're like, we don't like us. Get the hell out of here. This is terrible. This is not how we do it in Germany. You know, it is not how we do it in Munich. And now at Man City, if you don't think that guy's under pressure every oh. year, by the way, you think those, you, you, you think Sheikh Mansour is, his family built the legacy they've built globally, just being good, good guys. No way. You know how hard they've worked to make Manchester blue. A billion pounds is a billion pounds of pressure. Nobody ever talks about that side of things. They always go, oh, he spends all the money in the world. Yeah. What happens when you don't deliver? See, when I first started working, I was, I was always wondering about how pay structures work. And my dad said something to me that stuck with me ever since, I don't know, I was 18 or whatever. And he says, they, people pay you according to how much responsibility you can handle. Absolutely. So the more responsibility you handle, the more you get paid. The less responsibility you have, the less you get paid. Corporate, the corporate world is always talking to you. The language is called money. To, to your father's point. Whatever they're paying you is how much they expect. Exactly. So they, but they won't tell you that. They won't no. say, by the way, you know, they always say, oh, you, you got a pay raise of 30, 34%. What he means is, I expect you to deliver at this number. That's all, that's all they're saying. They're not your friends. Nobody in, <laughs> Sheikh Mansour doesn't care about Pep Guardiola. They no. can do all the PR talk and he's a legend in this. Pep, uh, Sheikh Mansour says, uh, excuse me, that's my family's money. And please don't think because he's got all the oil money in the world. He, they didn't build the royal family over the however many hundreds of years they've built it over by being good, like, good people. Like, no, there's blood, sweat, and tears that built this nation. Yeah. This every pound to Sheikh Mansour will matter. He would have been raised a certain way. There, there, there's no free money there. There's a couple of things that you always say that actually comes with this equation. Number one is, um, what's the thing that you always say about money? Money is a portable power. Yeah, yeah. And then the other thing is, uh, oh yeah, because money, as you say, it doesn't change you, but it makes you who, more of who you are. Absolutely. But at the same time, it ties in with they'll handle you. Uh, what's it? They'll tolerate you until they can replace you. Absolutely. So if you're not bringing in the money, they will replace you. Production tolerance. Simple. So this with Watford. I mean, geez. Yeah. An incredible scene. So it's, it's an interesting one for Pep. And I, I wonder, I'd love to know from people, hit us up the MKT show. Does Pep have to win a Champions League title to solidify himself as a legend? Or is four titles enough? Maybe it is. Maybe people think, ah, whatever. Like it's unlucky that he hasn't won the Champions League. But I think he has to. 
for me, there's still Fergie and Mourinho have separated themselves. He wins the Champions League, he, se- he separates himself from Mourinho and he joins the Fergie conversation. But I'm not sure if he's done enough considering what he spent. What do you think his view is on the Super League? Pep, Pep's view on the Super League. I wonder what he'd think about it because he's a bit of a he's a bit of a football um, like aficionado. You know what I mean? He he's he's all about football. He's old school as well. Yeah, big time. And he he buys into it. So I don't know if you do you know why he dresses the way he dresses? What like Steve Jobs? <laughs> <laughs> he does dress, but he says the reason I dress the way I dress is that football is like theatre. So he says you don't go because he's. I mean, Catalonia. For those who who don't know, of course, Barcelona is a one of the in inverted commas cultural capitals of Europe. Mm. You, you know, so theatre, huge thing, performance, art, massive in Barcelona. It's magnificent as well. And he says, no, you don't go to theatre looking like a bum. The reason I dress like I do, I'm going to the cathedral. That's why he dresses like he dresses. Have you, have you ever seen him in tracksuits? Who Pep? Yeah, at a football match. He hasn't. Hey? He'll do the he'll do the t-shirt sometimes oh. with, with the collar though. Yeah, yeah. He, he'll he'll rock that one. But he doesn't. You see how he dresses. He's not shovy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's not out here. <laughs> shovy looks like he's shovy looks like he's picking up his prom date. That's hilarious. He looks like he's going to a trick dance. What? He's still got the spiky hair. Like he's yeah. fifteen. He's also a fifteen-year-old height. It doesn't help. But Pep is a serious dude. So he he probably you know what, he's such a smart guy. I think he's accepted that it's going to happen. But then do you think you would put his main focus on the Super League instead of Champions League? How would you? Because now... I'm not sure there would be Champions League if there was Super League. You don't think so? No. I do you think, think it's, it's going to overrun Champions League? No. Well, it's the same thing. It's Europe. I mean, that, oh, so maybe UEFA go, we, we're still going to have the Champions League and they dare a lot of people. Yeah. yeah well, what are you going to have now? Like, like Middlesbrough in the Champions League. Like Leicester in the Champions League. And then the Super League is just the big boys. Could be, could be. I mean, that's what it was going to be, because they were gonna, yeah, yeah. they were gonna pull away from UEFA. They they sick and tired of UEFA, the billionaires. They sick and tired of answering but, to UEFA. Yeah, so this is the thing. This is more like the footballers' cup, not really the billionaires' cup. No, I think Pep's smart enough to probably go to the Super League. He's a smart guy. Like the thing all. is, would you focus your energy more on the Super League? No, I don't think you'd be allowed to play both. I think they'd ban the Super League oh, teams really? from. Yeah, well, you saw oh, what wow. happened. Yeah, UEFA. So that was a quick turnaround there. Wow, well, I mean, it's public pressure. But UEFA are not because what's happening is the billionaires are sick and tired of Michel Platini and the corruption and stuff. It's like this is a ridiculous way to do business. This is a terrible way to do business. A bunch of pen pushers getting in the way. Let's just make a league where we can play the final this year in Singapore because that's what's going to happen, right? By the way, is they not going to leave do this thing of Europe? Trust me, fam. They're playing the final this year is in America. The final next year is in South Africa. That's how they're going to do it. A guaranteed. Or trust me, these. Because if you think of the minds that applied themselves to the Super League, John W. Henry, um, what's it, Kronke. These are these guys aren't thinking about Europe. Oh, and can I tell you what's going to step it up even more? I'm going to give you some suggestions. Let's hear it. Number one, pay per view. I'm not sure if they do that. Uh, or yeah. a dedicated subscription online. That, now, that is a, a way they would head, yeah. Like WWE. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I yeah. mean... No, 100%. Because, I mean, if WWE is doing it... And look, it is worldwide entertainment. However, 
I don't think it's the most popular sport at the moment. No, football. Football overruns it. I don't know why the Premier League doesn't have that. Because, I mean, what I was trying to say earlier was Disney Plus, they have an extended program with ESPN Plus. Mm-hmm. You can pay, I think, an additional $4 a month to get mm-hmm. ESPN Plus. Oh, yeah, Disney owned ESPN. So. so now, would they... The only problem is, right, then you're cutting football off from the people. This is where it gets difficult because now football is only watched everywhere because it's broadcasted. I'm assuming in Europe, I haven't been there. Or, uh, in Europe, it's is it broadcasted on local TV? No, no, no. no. What the so Premier need, League? What, so you need no, the not the Premier League? Okay. No, and uh, no, 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 no. That's a big problem for in England, by the way. Oh, is it? Because you got to pay per game. So the games pay per game. And and by the way, it's blocked off. You you can't watch your local game because you got to go to the stadium. That's what they want. Yeah. You, you, you gotta get, you gotta pay per game. You wanna unlock the game locally. You pay. Now that is pay per view. Sky. Incredible. BT. So it's already, it's already in motion, essentially, what, you know, this whole pay per view thing. Uh, no, no, no. It's, it's very much, I mean, in, in organized countries. Listen. Would they be smart and put on TikTok? Stream it live? No. No, 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 no. no. Cause, um, what's it? Are you talking Super League? Maybe. Listen. Cause like, like, WWE, as I showed you yesterday, WWE streams live on TikTok, which is incredible to me. Um, by the way, breaking news, DAZN, look out for big news there. They're, they they are in talks to buy BT Sport. Look out for those guys. No I, I've told people about DAZN four years ago. I think I subscribed to them. It's like and, 30 bucks. Yeah, I've got DAZN as well. Um, and people didn't believe me. They're like, what is this? Well, here we are. They're going to buy BT Sport. They will be Sky's biggest competition and they are a massive global platform. In Canada, they own the rights to most of the football. The zone is owned by, I forget the Russian guy's name. He is loaded. He is loaded. He is so rich, that guy. And they are going to do, they, they already own boxing. They've got Eddie Hearn and they are rolling, by the way. That's insane. So look out for that. And that's going to change things. So it'll be interesting to see if they engage with the Super League. That say, is going to change guys, things. Guys, just leave UEFA. Come here. We'll pay you. Because you saw they were going to give every team that joined the Super League uh, $4 billion. Yeah. They'd already, JP Morgan had already underwritten That's that. insane. $4 billion, dude. <laughs> per team. That's what they were getting up front. They'd underwritten that with JP Morgan. And JP Morgan's not just, you know, that's not four your. $4 billion. $4 billion Wait, so how per many, team. How many teams was it? Because uh, I know Liverpool, Chelsea, was, United. Was, was it 10? 10 guaranteed, 10. 10 guaranteed, and then I think others would have to qualify. It was Liverpool, Chelsea, United, Barcelona. Was Real Madrid? I can't remember. that. I'm sure PSG would also be included in that. 100%. Porto, Bayern, but Bayern, Bayern said yeah. no. I think, no, but Bayern, I don't know if the German teams would do it because they are too um, strict. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they don't really like the mess. By the way, speaking of uh, your, your changing of platforms, I don't know if you want to speak about it now or later. But Jake Paul did something yesterday that's going to change. <laughs> it's going to change UFC forever. So wait, oh, Super League, twenty clubs, twenty clubs, if they, they, four billion the, for twenty clubs each. They, you know they've started it again. By the way, there's a website, thesuperleague.com. No way. <laughs> yeah, Florentino Perez. Yeah, no, no, real thing. This no, is, no. I have to see this. Uh, the Super League is a new European competition between twenty top clubs, comprised of fifteen founders and five annual qualifiers. There will be. Uh, two groups of 10 uh, clubs each playing home and away fixtures within the group each year by bringing together the best clubs and best players in the world. The Super League will deliver excitement and drama never 
uh, before seen in football. Uh, following the group stages, eight clubs will qualify for the knockout tournament playing home and away. So it's basically a league, dude. The, this, the Super League is a league. Uh, the Premier League clubs, you know why you need the four billion? You'd have a, a Premier League squad and a Super League squad, which is already happening anyway. Have you seen this this website? This is magnificent, by yeah, the yeah. way. Solidarity payments will grow in line with the league revenues and are expected to be in excess of 10 billion euros during the course of the initial commitment period of the founders. These solidarity payments will follow a new model with full transparency and regular public reporting. Yeah. So they were going to they were they, they were going to give each team so that's 10 how many uh, founding clubs? 15 founders. Yeah. So so 15 clubs were guaranteed 4 billion that's up front. Yeah. How does Roman say no to that? No, no. Roman, he's, a, he's a businessman. No, Roman was in, and then no. But that's what I'm saying. How do you, how how do you expect clubs like that to say no? At four billion, did you say wait pounds? Billion pounds, yeah. Pounds, yeah. Or, or dollars, or whatever. But who cares? Four billion, dude. Now you see, you flash that kind of money in front of anyone. At the end of the day, football is money. That's sixty billion pounds. So who has that kind of money? Uh, JP Morgan has that kind of money, and that that and by the way, that's nothing for them. You're talking about a bank that's dealing in trillions. Yeah, yeah they they talk yeah, trillions yeah, yeah. of dollars per year. So, but that's nothing. Just based on this website, if you go have a look at it, superleague.com. Yeah, it's clean. I mean, it's got all of the logos on. I see Manchester United, Tottenham, uh, AC Milan. I love how they never took it down. Yeah, I know. It's it's so it's actually they're so brave. No, well, billionaires. The, like, you see, that's the thing about billionaires is the nice, the one thing billionaires hate is being told what to do. Oh, yeah. Especially by people <laughs> poorer than them. Yeah. Because UEFA is a bunch of politicians. Wow. So Florentino Perez is like, hey, listen, pal, my family built Madrid as you see it. Who the hell are you to tell me how business works? This is actually, this is going to be a game changer. So it, it is going to go on. It's, it's happening. It's, it's hap happening. There's yeah. nothing we can do. It's already happening. Look at Man City's squad. They have two squads. Do you think they just did this to squash the hype? Like, apologize. We'll deal with it behind the doors. But make sure you say that you're pulling out. What do you mean? The, like Real Madrid? Uh, Chelsea, Liverpool. Oh, yeah. No, they, no. They were like, we're not actually going to pull out. But you better put out a statement. And we'll speak about it behind closed doors until... Well, you saw they're working together yeah. because you saw how they all released the statement at the same time when they said, we, we've decided to all go in. Why am I so excited? I'm so excited seeing this website. Because it is exciting. It is so exciting. It would be way better than what the Champions League is now. Way better because I've said to people before, why is there the first round? It should be 16 teams. Yo, this is going to generate so much money. And it'll be awesome. Like, I'm also, I've got to be honest, I'm a little bit sick of UEFA. Like, why do we need the Conference League? What are we doing? But what's going to happen to things like the Carabao Cup and... Well, well, that's why you have four billion to have two squads, I told you. You have your champions, oh. yeah. So Harry Kane and them are playing Super League and then Delhi Ali is playing the Premier League. This is insane because you know what this does? Yeah. This opens up more opportunity for an already elite sport no, for, well, for other players. Well, you might say it's a little bit, it's a little bit the opposite of what you're saying actually because by the way, those uh, f those founding clubs can't get relegated from the Champions League, so, so it's like American sport. That is a bit of a problem. What do you mean they can't? Get so, like, like Real Madrid don't have to qualify; they get their four billion every year. What from Champions League? No, well, no, from the Super League, which is a bit of a problem. Which is why why people hated it.
So you know now you've got to get in the top four of the Premier League, right? Yes. With this, Chelsea, Arsenal, Spurs, Liverpool wouldn't have to get in the top four. They're in. They're one of the founding members of the Super League. So but now is this forever or is this? Yeah. No, no. They can't get relegated from the Super League. Even if they got relegated in England, it wouldn't matter. They're in the Super League. I see. See, that, that was where part of the problem was as well. So maybe it just needs a bit more thought. Yeah, they but I mean, it's clearly going on. Do it. For me, I say do it. <laughs> the cat's out the bag. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do know what you what mean. What are we trying to, what are you trying to do? Uh, plus, I don't even like cats. So <laughs> it's excellent. Just do it. Do oh. it. Like I'm so, because you know where UEFA bums is that they said it wasn't about money. And then they went and started the conference league. I mean, the conference league. Are you, so the, do you know the conference league is the third European tournament. It's Champions League, which is already too long, right? Europa League, which is lukewarm at best until maybe the, the semifinals. Yeah. Right? And then you're adding another thing now. Because I've, I've tried to invest myself in Champions League because I even have the fantasy app on my phone. Gotcha. It's just not as good as the Premier League. The Premier League just does it so proper. I did have my, my Champions League. It's fun. Yeah. Because you get to play with all, you know, put players in from everywhere. Yeah. But it's just, yeah. As you say, they're just getting started. Yeah. So you can expect that in the next five years. The billionaires never lose. Florentino Perez, that guy. Yeah. Oh, man. He's got... I want Florentino Perez money. It would be nice. Like, imagine you can just tell UEFA, hey, you guys can go to hell. Because you don't know what you're doing. You know, I I, do, I always wanted a thing in life not to have any financial worries. Like, I can just get what I want when I want. And I'm not talking like super yachts and things. I'm talking about just general life. I don't have to worry about a bank account. But where's that line? Like, like a hundred million? I think I'd be pretty damn comfortable with that. A hundred million dollars. That's yeah, what you yeah. need. Because you also, just in case things go wrong, yeah. people always go 10 million. That's not enough. What if you have a wobble? Like, what if you have a bad divorce and she takes half? You know what I mean? Oh. Now you've only got five million. And even then, in the marriage, you're spending stuff. You've probably got one million left. A hundred million is like, sweet. It'd be awesome to maybe spend the next five years looking for an awesome girlfriend. Yeah. Spend three years getting to know her. Maybe get mar- married at my, in my case, 43, 44. Awesome. hundred mil. And a hundred mil would do, would do me great. Okay. And even if we get divorced, awesome. She gets 50. Cheers. Bye. I've got 50 left. Awesome. But 10 mil, not enough. So what do you reckon the line is for you? How much you need? I don't know. Because I do like to live an above you average lifestyle. Live an incredible life now. Yeah. You live an incredible life now. But imagine what I could do with 100 oh million. God, you would be unbelievable. Dude, I would hire, honestly, I would hire a camera crew to follow you around. If you, if you got $50 million, right, I would make it my business to ensure you had a reality show but then i'd also i'd need extra i'd like because what i do now i just you know i don't want to say i just get by but i i, I do like to have fun <laughs> yes you do because that's what life is 100 percent. but i would like to just you know have enough money to never have to worry about it 100 mil 100 million us dollars you're the 100 million us dollar man I think I think that would be good, but I'm saying four billion. I mean, it must be nice for these guys just having like and four billions just lying around money. 
Yeah. So, well, it's hilarious. I mean, like I told you, Stan Kroenke's wife, I think, worth 40 billion. His, his wife's family. And that's, and keep in mind, that got split, by the way. She's one of, I think, five kids. Yeah. She got her 40 billion after her parents died or her dad died. By the way, if you listen to this, MKT's not cutting the grass. I promise you. <laughs> it's the time of the month again. The neighbors are, are yeah, doing I'm, the I'm, I'm not mowing the lawn. I'm, I'm right here. Yeah, no, we, sorry, I just had to address that. If you're hearing that, that's how our neighbors. Should we put a big, big sticker on this, on the studio? Cause we're in the studio. No, we're in the studio. Somehow it still gets in. Yeah, like, it sounds like a, like pterodactyl. It's so loud. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, ah, oh, geez, the dinosaurs are back. Maybe we didn't get the last egg. Maybe it's the dinosaur from, um, Transformers 5. Maybe. You there's, know, a, there's a dinosaur and a dragon in that movie. The, so Anthony Hopkins is Shia LaBeouf's long lost, like, cousin. Oh, so Anthony Hopkins is a boss. He's in Transformers 5. Yeah. But, you, Mark but you, you're not a fan of that. Terrible. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Have you, you haven't seen it? Uh, sorry, it was before 2015. No, I just haven't seen it in a while. I've seen a lot of things. No, you haven't seen Transformers 5. You wouldn't, you would remember. <laughs> Do you not think you'd remember a Transformer that is a dinosaur and a dragon? Yeah, no, I don't think I've seen that one. No, 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 you would have, you'd remember. Cause the, the, well, the one Transformer can stop time. It's hilarious. What the hell's going no, it's, on? It's, it's, it's hilarious. Mark Wahlberg's supposed to be from Texas. He sounds like Mark Wahlberg. He will do that. He's a Boston guy. Pep Guardiola. Gotta win a Champions League, pal. Gotta win a Champions League. It's the MKT show. I got a story for you. Let's hear it. So, when I get home, right, I like to turn my phone off, actually. Right? I like to go to do not, or not off, but do not disturb. So, my mother, my father, my sister, they can phone me. Those are the only people who can phone me and it rings. Right? I got that automatically said. Once I, once I go do not disturb, you are not disturbing me unless I look at my WhatsApp or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So you won't believe it. Somebody hacked the system. No. Somebody last night who's a pretty big deal, actually. No, the global Hollywoody world calls me. Right? I mean, I'm in bed by like what uh, got home? What ten o'clock last night? Nine o'clock? Yeah. I'm in bed usually by eight if I'm at home. You know, eight. Yeah, I like to sleep. I work hard. Just remember, I get up at four in the morning. I don't. Uh, yeah, I suppose you have the whole day. I do have the whole day. I mean, whatever. I, I don't expect a pat on my back. It's just I work hard. I gotta sleep. You know, I'm silly posturepedic as well. Orthopedic pillows. You know, what I mean? that's the secret. People say I can't sleep. I say, hey. Bamboo covers. Spe- oh, also spend some money. Yeah, bamboo covers. But I, I don't have bamboo covers. You know why? Because I got Pakistani cotton. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, you know yeah. this. Have we had this conversation? No. I got Pakistani cotton, 6,000 years old. Nice. It's my bedding. No big deal. I invest in myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a baller. I save. I invest in myself. Because my mom told me when I was young. Right? She 
she says, if I told you what my mother's bed costs now, you'd maybe pass out. But she says, that's where she, and I'll, I'll never forget this. She says, that this is where I make my money. Her bed is where she makes her money. Now my mother's not a prostitute. Let's be very clear. Or, or not that I know of. <laughs> no. You know, she could have maybe had a side hustle. But she says, no, I need to sleep well in order to deliver at work. So my bedding stress is great. Anyway, point is, I sleep like a middle-aged man with no debt. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Not like a baby. Babies are terrible at sleeping. Let's get that out there right now. I also don't trust babies, but okay, this is not the time. So I get home. This uh, big deal is phoning me. Sends me a pretty acid WhatsApp to, to say, why don't I answer my phone? It's like, why do people think oh, I'm at, we're at their mercy? When I get home, I want to sleep. You know, I want to dorse. You know what I'm saying? What's your vibe, Brian? I can't imagine you're a phone-off guy. No, I, I, I do want to be, and I try to be, but I'm not. Well, my phone's not off. Do not disturb is what I'm saying is what, is what I'm on. Yeah, no, like I wish I could just, not that I'm talking to people all the time. In fact, I'm the worst person to contact because I will leave your message lingering until I have five minutes because I'm also not a guy just to answer messages on, on the fly. I need to sit and think. And also in the day I work, when I'm at work, like when I'm here, I'm focused on the show. I'm focused on doing the socials. I'm focused on anything to do with the show at all times. So when I get home, that's why I actually don't go to bed early because I need those four to five hours sometimes if I can stay up. I need those hours just to have a bit of me time. And I like that because when I get home, my family's pretty much asleep. So... Then I'm up on my own and I have, you know, I can either put TV on or I put the radio on like American radio, not, not local. <laughs> Come on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear, you know, um, I have Z100 on all the time, as you know. Um, and I just liked, I need those four to five hours either to do stuff on my account, you know, whether it be on my social media stuff, my social media end or I've got other projects that I'm working on which I stay up late and I work on those when I get home or I just need to put on a movie and I I do like to turn my phone off or I would like to be that guy but unfortunately I'm so like drawn to my phone and it's something I wish I wasn't because I get anxious because like if you message me something on the show tomorrow I don't like to leave people you know and I know I'd say I leave people like people's messages for a long time but if it's important like for something i'm doing tomorrow mm -hmm. i need to make sure that i get that message because i don't want i don't want to come into work tomorrow and somebody says ah oh, but didn't you see the message you know what i mean so i have a, i have bad anxiety i'm like james from that point of view sure james ilsley for those who not not james madison from Leicester. Yeah. And it was something instilled in me from college actually college our first year one of the first things we were told check your emails every day don't like it's your business to check your emails sure check your phone you know it's your business because especially if you're an independent sound contractor which i'm not but i'm saying you, you were taught to be i got you your phone is your business which is i i would love to just turn my phone off but i i get too anxious or you i mean you don't have to turn it off but do not disturb i mean between the hours of half past nine and five in the morning 
I get my stats from my phone at yeah. the end of the week. Apple does a thing with, and it says that I'm on my phone constantly on over nine hours a day. That's crazy. Like, do, I'm do, active on my phone nine hours. Do you have WhatsApp notifications coming up on your phone? Because I don't have that. So I have no messaging. I have to go into all the apps. So like WhatsApp doesn't What's, pop up on my phone. I have so to you go don't get in, notifications? No, I have to go into WhatsApp to see whether you've WhatsApp me or not. I, I, I just, I've oh, no, turned it off. I, As for you, you've got ping, ping, ping the whole time. Do you have uh, the light on on your phone? Uh, no, I don't put the light on. Oh, okay. But, but, but it pops up. Eesh, light vibration? Yeah, you have vibration? I've got vibration on. That's tough. Anyway, know. well, like, whatever. I'm not going to – you're a fully grown man. I don't need to tell you how to I would yourself. love to be that guy, though. I wish I could detach myself. But um, the thing is, this world moves so quick, and you have to – and especially in the content game. Like, in what – in, and I know but, – but you're up most of the day. You hear a lot of things. Yeah. I like to know what's happening now. I got you. And it's something I wish I could get out of me, but it's just – Ever since I started getting into this game years ago, check Twitter, check Instagram, but, check Facebook. But, but there are certain personalities like yours, which are excellent to be a producer. Mm. Your th- so what you're saying now sounds negative to some people. Yeah. But if you want to be a producer, th- that's the great mindset. Yeah. My mindset, I, I'm a bad producer because <laughs> I'm, I'm selfish. I don't know. Like, I'm done. I'm out. I don't care. You, but, but your personality, you're like, I got to know. And mm. that's awesome that it's your natural personality because really somebody like me needs somebody like you because I don't really want to know everything. I'm just like, I want to know the stuff I want to know. And then my, it's your job as a producer to know everything to make me look good. And yeah. that's a real thing, by the way. So for young people out there, is if, if you want to get into the, the production game, you got to get to know your own personality. If you're mm. not always on, like real producers, by the way, if they're standing in line at the shop, they're listening. What's happening behind me? What did that lady say? They write it down. But your personality is like that, right? Mm. I mean, I've seen you're somewhere. Boom, you look. Yesterday, there was some graffiti on the wall. You see it. Oh, I know this guy. You know what I mean? I've DM'd him. On, on, on is a producer personality. So, yeah. And I guess it would have been trained into you. But also, some people have this personality, which is why you're a producer. Yeah. It's, it's your exact personality. I would be – I'm a terrible producer. <laughs> terrible personality for it. <laughs> terrible. Terrible. But you see, it robs you of certain, of certain luxuries in life that are and only notes with like when I hang out with you and like my family. Like my dad, my dad doesn't spend as much time. Like my dad's on his phone as much as he needs to be. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then his phone, my parents forget their phones. Gotcha. I'm like, how? <laughs> my phone is in my pocket. I have, I have to do a check all the time that, because I can't operate yeah. without a phone. I got you. Which is, crazy to think about because 10 years ago wasn't a thing but it's real life it's real life yeah and so like for example how you take your time to to make certain meals and take the time to enjoy them i used to i didn't take time to prepare it but i used to always like whenever i got home from college i used to like having my food tv on switch off which i don't really do much anymore which i'm trying to get back into but even things like preparing food you take your time in preparing certain foods the way you want them mm-hmm. to make them. I'm so used to, you know, we've got to go. Just buy something, eat on the way, and, you know, don't waste any time. Which I now see is a, it's a, I don't want to say a bad habit, but it's, it's just something that's, 
Yeah. It's a new thing that's just taken over me now. Tough to break a habit. Listen, also, um, we are who we are. As I, yeah. I know people, we live in a time where on Instagram, people will tell you it takes 10 days to change a habit. It doesn't. That's a lie. That's an absolute lie. It does not. It takes years, especially if the habit is quote unquote bad. Mm. Good habits are very easy to break. Bad habits. Eesh. But you don't realize until you see someone else, <laughs> how someone else lives. Sure. Sure. And so that's why, like, when I see how you take, like, when, when, before we go live on TikTok, you take your time to prepare, like, a nice meal, get everything fresh, cut it up, yep. make it all nice. For me, I'm like, that's a waste of time. I can be doing, I could have set up the studio, gone on Twitter, seen what's happening, put the football on, you know what I mean? Mm. But now I, now I see it and I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe I should start doing that. Yeah. yeah. Takes but all I types. Mean, Takes all types. Yeah. It's it, interesting. It is interesting. It is interesting. Speaking of which, your sandwich that you had yesterday. Mm. Great sandwich. Now, Ryan is, as he says, he's a, he's a mover and groover. Ryan's not, he, he's not one to muck about, really. You know, like he said, he, if he's eating a sandwich, he wants to eat the sandwich. There's no, the difference between him and I is I like to enjoy my food. Ryan's like, okay, well, it is nice, but it needs to be in me so I can get to the next thing. I want to be on, on TikTok, on Twitter, on, on whatever it may be. That is, and you eat quite quickly from what I've noticed with you. Yeah, no, I've also noticed now. Well, I've, I've picked it up recently that, mm. I, that I eat quite quickly. Yeah, well, okay, but that's a separate issue is that I'm like, yesterday I was like, wow, why is Ryan eating so slowly? But it turns out your sandwich was a bit of a, a bit of a humdinger. <laughs> it's pretty light. It was a humdinger. That was a massive sandwich. Dude. It was. And it wasn't the, the foot long, hey? No, it wasn't the foot long. I, I, I ordered, I went to, um, the sandwich shop around the corner. Mm -hmm. And I, I got the, the French. French. Which I, yeah, I, but it wasn't a loaf. No, it's a measurement. The, uh, is it a measurement? They, they say French loaf for, I think it's the half. Oh, is it? And then for the foot long, you, it's uh, the foot long. I thought it was the type of, I thought it was the type of loaf they use, you know what I mean? It could uh, be, could be, but I mean, I, I do know that they say French and, and, um, foot long. Foot long at yeah. many restaurants for the sandwiches. Cause I thought, let me, let me go foot long. And I was like, what am I being ridiculous for? What do I need a <laughs> foot long of sandwich? <laughs> like, what are we at like a baseball game? No. So I just got the French. When I saw it, I was like, ah, you know, mediocre sandwich. Yeah. Mm, mm. Yo, but it took me the time to eat it. And I eat quite quickly, as you say. It took me the amount of time it took you to prepare your food. Yeah, I, I warmed it up. I warmed up some chicken, sliced like gherkins, tomato. You know what I mean? I had a, I had a meal, like looking for some sauces or I had a whole thing going. You even had that, uh, what's that new thing that, that you like now, that pesto? Well, it's not new. I've been addicted to pesto for years. Yeah, but I heard you talking about Dory yesterday. No, because I had to, I was telling Dory that I had to move off the, the tomato sun-dried one. So which one are you on now? I'm on the, I've, I've had to, so I've had to limit myself to one bottle of pesto a week now. Now I'm on the um, chili one, the chili uh, pesto one, because I eat it too much. I, I could eat three bottles of pesto a week. I need to maybe get this pesto. Maybe I dip it in. Maybe I dip the sandwich in the pesto. You know what I mean? You can do too much. You don't. Wanna, <laughs> you can do too much. But 
I am going through a bit of a pesto addiction at the moment. So, so that's what happened with the pesto. Anyway, moving and grooving, right? I made a whole like, Ryan's still grazing at the sandwich thing. It was, it was, and, and you know, when you eating a sandwich and you hear somebody, like when you get to the end of a sandwich now, it's starting to, cause you're full. <laughs> yeah. And Ryan, Ryan is not, a, he's not a baby. I mean, he's a tall baby. He looks like a tall baby when he shaves, but the oh. beard's back. The beard's back. You don't look like a tall baby right now. At least. Yeah. He's a big man. He's 6'3", born in the West Rand. You know, born on meat was cheap. He's, he's, he's a solid. the West Rand chain. He, come on. Thing. Come on, baby. He's a proper South African. Like he's, you know, it's not some pickaninny from somewhere. Yummy. He's a, he's a man's man. And he was giving it the, when you do the double breathing, because you're full now, you're trying to push the food down somehow. <laughs> you know what I mean, Ryan? It was yeah. tough. That was tough. But you, you, you ground it down. I'm going to go get another one today. Oh, are you going to go for it? I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go with something different because this is a new sandwich shop, by the way. Well, to me, at least. I think yeah, it's been yeah. around. It's been around for a while. Yeah. So I don't really, I'm more the fast food kind of guy, which I'm slowly trying to get off on. That's okay. why the idea of paying how much I paid for a sandwich yesterday blows my mind. <laughs> but then I have to put it into perspective. Because, you know, when you get fast food, you get, like, sides. And gotcha, gotcha. But this is, like, one sandwich. You're like, I can go make a sandwich like this at home for, like, half the price. Although, could you, Ryan? That sandwich. That's, that's what I'm saying. Well, we did establish yesterday your chicken costs less than my sandwich. If you put it into... Well, my, my chicken's, what, 89 bucks. How much was the sandwich? 81. So... But, I mean, I don't think they use a full chicken no, in my sandwich. No, no, the value I get for a full chicken <laughs> is a little bit more than your sandwich. But... Having said that, you, you well, how did you justify it again? Um, I love oh, it. Oh, it was the labor. Yeah, I'm paying for the skill, he says. Yeah, <laughs> for the skill set. <laughs> the, the dude who made that sandwich yesterday has clearly been in the game for a while because it was perfect. I mean, it was crunchy on the outside. Everything was tight. It wasn't like, have you been to Woolworths and you got those like subs? Me- messy sandwiches, nothing worse. And everything's falling yeah, out. No, yeah, no, yeah. These guys, they Compact. get everything in, compacted it's in. Taut. And you can actually eat inside a corporate office yeah. without looking like a complete and total yeah, yeah, idiot. Yeah. No, no, no. I hear you. So I'm going to go get another one today. Okay. So you're going for Maybe it Maybe I should post a picture about it. Should I put up a story on the MKT We show? can do that. You can do whatever you want. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll do that. And you can – maybe I'll even put a poll. No, no, no. I'll put a suggestion box of what sandwich should I get next. Let the people decide. Yes. Yeah, so I'll go get another one today. The one I like. So but, we'll make a video or what? We'll have to make some content. I okay, mean, yeah, no, if, everything is content. No, everything is a content opportunity if you keep your eye on things. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely Great incredible. Sandwich took him forever, this Ryan guy. Anyway, um, so we're doing a, a TikTok watch along tonight. Yes. The Mighty Elephants. Oh, of course. And of this Côte is d'Ivoire. a big game. Yeah, they play the Pharaohs. Mo Salah, hopefully he's, although he's not going to change his haircut. He's the biggest, second biggest Arabic star in the world. Can I just address this? Because we spoke to Mpizi, your mom's favorite yellowbone. Who will join us tonight. Yeah, yeah. So he bets whenever he comes to watch with uh, with us on the show. Uh-huh. So I told him, I was like, Mpizi, when you come, what's today? Wednesday? Mm-hmm. When you come Wednesday, I'm going to put a hundred bucks down on Ivory Coast. Oh, you're putting money on tonight? No, well, I was going to. But then, who would have thought the Ivory Coast are not the underdogs here? I would have thought the Egyptians would have been... Um, no, they are the underdogs. Yeah. I would have thought the Egyptians would have been the bigger team. No. Turns out, not so much. So how much would you get for a hundred bucks? 215, 
That's what That's 115 bucks. We'll pay for the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe get a Coke, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Although you don't have to. Don't need to. Oh, go ahead. Well, so, ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Tinline. What a bloody amazing world I live in. He pitches up the one day. He's bought 24 Cokes. It's a case of Coke. Listen, we're doing these watch-alongs, what, three or four times a week? And now, with the semif- uh, semifinals coming in, we're going to be covering almost every game. Sure. It's two games, I mean, yeah. Well. Oh, we've yeah. still got quarterfinals. You're talking like... Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, we're going to be at the office for we've quite got, a while. We've got another, long. what, quarterfinals, that's four games. Then we've got semifinals, two games. Two then Cokes we've got the final. Game. So it's, we've got seven games left. Yeah, so two Cokes a game. It's 14 Cokes. Know what I mean? Uh, I do know what you mean. <laughs> So I, just, I think I just bought enough. But it was amazing to me. Ryan pitched up with a case of Coca-Cola. Like, unless you've got like a Christmas party at your house, who buys a case of Coke? And just, it's keeping stock in the fridge. I've never, ever, ever done that. Ever. Except like at my parents' house. Because even, don't you remember when it was Rossi's final week in MotoGP? <laughs> I went and I bought a case of Rossi Monsters. I do remember that. You do, you do love Monster though. Yeah, Except you, so. I've never seen you drinking Iquaran. No, I do. So I do drink the original, but the original is just so sweet. It's like so sweet. So I only have it when I really need a buzz. Long project, you know, all night. Say so up, Guaran. Guaran. Jesus, Ryan Tinla. But I only drink Monster. I don't drink Dragon. You know what I mean? Yeah, I Dragon. <laughs> I Dragon ish. Not yo. If you listen to this overseas, dra- you, you can, dragon is like, oh. You can, you can smell it dragon. Oh. It's hectic. Yeah. It's, I don't want to say it's cheap because it's definitely not the cheapest one. But it's, oh, yeah? it's in that realm. There's Switch as well, hey? Yeah, Switch is the cheap one. That's South African. Is it good though? What's the quality of Switch versus? I, I don't drink Switch. But uh, Aaron in the back, he, he drinks it. He stocks the... The fridge over here. But, but he's got water switch. I didn't realize switch did. What, did they, they do water as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got, are those cans in there, they water, they See, not. look, there's a switch on the table there. But that's a water. I, I don't know what's going on. It's a new, brave new world. All right. So, Ryan, we'll go and uh, enjoy that sandwich. Anyway, AFCON tonight, uh, let's quickly wrap up on uh, what happened on AFCON yesterday. Sadia Mane nearly got his head decapitated by a little voice, Vezinho. Um, of course, the keeper for the Blue Sharks of yes, Capo he looked, Verde. He looked out of it. So not only after he got his concussion, by the way, he went and scored one of the goals of the tournament. And then afterwards, he's like, oh. Oh, no, sorry. I was talking about the keeper. Oh, what about Mane, though? No, no. Mane was a was an animal. But, I mean, the keeper. No, but is, he was man down as well. No, no. He, he was man down. But I'm saying the keeper got up and didn't know where he was. You uh, saw that. Yeah, he tried to like run away from the medics. <laughs> he was fighting with the medics. Vizinho. He's <laughs> a bit of a character. If you haven't seen Vizinho, go and look it up. He's fighting against everyone. He, he didn't know whether it was Tuesday or, or Christmas. It was absolutely incredible. Sadio Mane with a massive concussion, it looked like. But he stood up from the corner. He takes it down and bends it into the top corner. And then after the goal, Sadio Mane, that's when he took a seat. He's like, all right, guys. Um... Well, where's Mo Salah? They said, no, no. Sadia, you're not in Liverpool. You're going to have to go off, pal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, right. I've had one too many. You yeah. know I mean? One too many goals, I mean. It's like, oh, guys. But now, the real question is, 
is the uh, concussion protocol going to be followed? Well, uh, Premier League uh, concussion protocol, 10 days out completely. No training, no, no, no. So we'll have to see whether Patrice Mutsepe bends the rules because Sadio Mane is probably the biggest superstar in African football alongside Mo Salah at the moment. Do so you think those two are the top two? You know in Africa? Mean? Yeah. For sure. Okay. Like who else is it? I suppose Keita isn't really at the no, level. No, no, no. He's his bench guy. Mendy's a keeper, you know what I mean? One of the greatest keepers. Well, according to FIFA, Donnarumma's in the team of the season, although <laughs> Mendy's the keeper of the season. It makes no sense. But but Mendy's a keeper. You can't be the guy at keeper. You know what I mean? As much as I love Mendy. They're the two biggest. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. They're up front. It's Liverpool. They're moving. They I was going to say Simon Moses, but I mean, he has to be well, in. He, yeah, he's new. He has to be in. No, they're the guys. Who's the guy who... Um, oh, Record broken, by the way. Yeah, uh, Vincent Abu Bakr, who says Abu he's 30 Bakr. years old. Samuel Eto must be pretty pissed, to say the least. Tell you what Samuel Eto does straight after this. Abu Bakr, uh, this is your last tournament. I've had enough of you taking credit away from me. I'm, it's done, yeah. This is retire. Because um, you look 46, yeah, yeah. even though you say you're 30. This is um, the reason I say that, if you don't know. Samuel Eto was the highest scoring player yeah. in AFCON with yeah. five goals. Uh-huh. So Abu Bakr, six goals yesterday. Yeah. With three games to play. Yeah. <laughs> he could get to 10. Oh, yeah. But so, some of it will shut that down. Just like, okay. Think- <laughs> oh, okay, slow down. Pop. Or do you think he's going to do that classic thing where he does like a huge event to hand over like some sort of trophy or medal? Or, or maybe what Samuel Eto does is, okay, cool. He makes the Samuel Eto trophy. Uh, so when Abu Bakr... It's somewhere it just still gets the light. Samuel Eto was, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And it's actually, but it's a trophy of Samuel Eto now, not like a, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you know, when they make a statue of players, they do it when they were playing. He makes it of him now in a suit. And then that's what Abu Bakr has at his house. And then maybe he gives, um, then he'll give him some A coin. <laughs> By the way, A coin, uh, that's Acon's, um, cryptocurrency. cryptocurrency. Yeah, for Acon City. A coin with a K. Yeah, yeah. That guy's doing it, eh? Nah, he's awesome. Yeah. All right, so uh, Senegal are through. Uh, Akon will be delighted with that as he builds Akon City. Uh, Capo Verde, the dream is over. Two red cards. Um, one very controversial. The first one, I would say, whew, nearly nearly broke the guy's leg. Bloody hell. Terrible tackle. Jeez, like it. Bloody hell. And then uh, for the header, look, you know, Ryan and Paolo and a few um, guys who joined us on TikTok said, no red card. I said red card straight away. Remember, I, I said they got to go to VAR for that because it was last man. And Paolo's argument was, but Sadio Mane wasn't going to get to the ball, which is a fair argument. But I think the fact that Vezinho nearly decapitated Sadio Mane, right? He nearly clean removed his head from his shoulders, affected Sadio Mane's touch. So the reason he heads it so far ahead is because he felt the impact coming. He thought, oh my goodness. Oh, my, my hairline's already terrible. This guy's going to head my hairline all the way back. <laughs> Let me brace myself. And then the touch was awful. But he denied him a definite goal-scoring opportunity. And I'm afraid, according to the rules, you got to go. When you got to go, you got mm. to go. And then that was the end of the game. Um, and ultimately, you've you got to give Capo Verde credit is that they didn't embarrass themselves. It was still only 2-0. You know what I mean? Uh, the thing was, right, that last goal was so it was so sweaty. I yeah. mean, the nine players on the yeah. field. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. Obviously, they were going to have it. But they held that 1-0 down for a long time. With 10 men. So, 
You know what? Credit where credit's due. I don't think they played an off game last night. It was the first game, by the way, with two teams with sick kits. Yeah. Uh, and synchronized um, dancing. Yeah. The, the fans for Senegal yesterday. Are you joking? Oh. Performance of the tournament. Maybe uh, uh, Samoa gives the trophy to Abu Bakr and then takes it away immediately and gives it to the Senegal fans. So it's okay. Well, it's fine. That was on TV, but you've, you've taken too much credit from me. Let me take this because the performance of the tournament is those Senegal fans. I mean, they had like what? Four. Remember the guy was a lion. Yeah. The guy who made a full lion costume, they showed it for like 20 seconds. I just love the synchronized, um, this, uh, Senegalese guys. Yeah. Idrissa Gay. Body, body painted. Yeah. But not individually. Painted as a group. Yeah. And made one picture. Yeah. Which is great. That was the Senegalese fans, huh? And you never catch them on their phone. If, I don't know if they even had phones. No. Oh, probably do, but. Probably do. We probably left it at home. And they were just dancing the whole time. Synchronized. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 No, no you, it was cool. You, first, you first time there was the saucy stuff. I just, that second goal was just nonsense. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, what do you do? No, it's nine minutes. One of the tournament favorites. You're going to concede. I mean, Senegal, they have to push hard because remember they got beaten by Algeria in the last tournament. Yeah. In the final. So Algeria, terrible. Senegal, loving it. Uh, in the other game, Morocco, Malawi. Malawi scoring um, probably, you know, Mahango's goal is probably the goal of the tournament. He's bent it in from 40 yards. It's an absolute screamer. Short keeper disease a little bit on the Egyptian side, on the um, Moroccan side. Mm. Uh, Thibaut Courtois tips that over, but whatever. It's a, it's an absolute belt of a strike. But ultimately, Morocco, they couldn't hold them. And the superstar, uh, Hakimi, uh, making sure that 2 1 oh, and we are through. I forget was you guys. Fantastic. Yeah, we the Atlas Lions. Also, God, Buffal kills me every time. Yeah. He's a drama queen of note. Like, did you see? Um, did you see a couple of the cards that were dished out at, at the game yesterday? No. Oh, the diving is just classic. Buffal is electric. Yeah, no, he's something else. Look, I love the team. <laughs> Hilarious, but um, yeah, no, I'm glad we secured it. So now, Yumi and Senzo are through. Paolo's knocked out. And PZ still hasn't chosen a side yet. Remember, he said he's gonna. He's gonna P- see. PZ, PZ has chosen a side. It's called Money. Which whoever wins, mm. he likes a bit of money. He won eight hundred bucks last time. I'm a jealous because he walks out of our studio every time he comes a little bit richer. Yeah, the first time he walked out four hundred bucks. Last time eight hundred. Remember? Eight, eight, yeah, because he put four hundred down mm-hmm. and he won twelve hundred. Yeah, brilliant. And they, and I love, I love these betting companies. <laughs> they give him the options, pull out, they pay him a thousand rand right now. If yeah. You, if you don't, and we're like, dude, and that was hold like on. three minutes. Three minutes. And then remember the guy like hit the post or whatever. Oh no, that, that was when the man bun keeper saved it onto the post with three oh. minutes to play. And the worst part was, right? Our, our stream was a bit delayed. Yeah. So people in the comments are telling us what was going on. So I was like, PZ, check at the screen. But, oh no. No, but you mustn't tell us now, right? <laughs> no, no, no. You, you do keep spoiling it for us. You got to. No, no, no. <laughs> I was saying to him, PZ, I was like, oh no, PZ. And then he actually saves it, but I was like, oh no. Are you playing into the content of it? Have to. All right, well, if you want to see the, all of that excitement, Mpizi <laughs> will bet tonight. And Has he decided who he's going with? Yeah, I haven't spoken to him. I mean, he's, he's also a chartered accountant. You know, he's, he's got a big-time job where he's his own employer. Yeah, his boss is quite a... Yeah, he's, he's HR, <laughs> DR, VR, HR, MHR, whatever. You, you just have to say letters for corporate. It doesn't elect you. You know what I mean? Mm. He is a CA, though, like a proper CA, not... Yeah. Yeah. Chartered account. I'm with you.
busy tonight. You can join us for that excitement. Get to meet your mom's favorite yellow bone in living color. He doesn't have much color in his skin. Might as well, might as well be a white guy. Well, he has been called that before. Yeah, he's very lot. And he's very elover. Super Santanac. Just wants to play he's whiter than me. Wants to play a bit of golf for the buggers, that guy. So how's it, Ums? So how are you, PZ? Right. <laughs> so now I'm a right. That's been a long day, bro. I was at training, bro. Paul Magali. Paul Magali. You can call me. My name's <laughs> Paul, but you can call me PZ. It's the MKT show. So, I wonder if I should call this uh, active Hollywood person back. You know what I mean? Probably not going to call him back. I can't go out on the weekend. I mean, mm. well, now a week's going to open up. Where? Thursday, Friday. Yeah, I got I got stuff to do. Got a plan over there, you know. I got a trip overseas to plan. I uh, got some. Constituents to engage with, you know what I mean? Mm. But the way it doesn't stop, TikTok ends. I'm on to the next thing. I'm saying, like what Drake says, it's a really not a stopwatch. Shit don't never stop. Oh, is that what he says? Mm. I don't listen to Drake's music. Should it's great. It's Drake. Now you said that graffiti artist is Drake. Yes. Now that's confusing. Mm. He needs to change his name. He needs to be Drake G or Drake. I actually asked him about it. Okay, so for those of you listening, if you see any, and I know you've seen it, especially if you're in Johannesburg, if you go around anywhere in Johannesburg, and I'm going to shout him out right now, I'm going to send this to him later. If you go out anywhere in Johannesburg, and I think he's even gone Cape Town, it's probably gone Durban, probably a lot of places in South Africa, you'll see graffiti on the walls, and you'll see a, a guy named Drake. Mm-hmm. I think his name on Instagram is Drake Top 2. Uh, Drake underscore top two. Fantastic graffiti artist. And he does most of what you see around the country. It's kind of hard to Such tell with cool graffiti guy. what's good and what's not. Like, uh, there's a certain... It's not like... Like music. You know what I mean? So, um, Like with music, it, it's clear what's good and what's not. But with graffiti, it's just like there's a level of... Okay, well, can it get better than that or or not? I can respect some some nice street art. No, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I've, mm. I've got no problem with it. I think it's cool. It's, it's a new time. Like whatever. You, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm not like the, what the only people who can who can have art have to be in an art house. Like I, there's, I can't I can't stand those people who think art has to be exhibited only by us billionaires. Why did you go jump in a lake? Yeah, you don't own art. Yeah, yeah. art can be anything. Well, you know, I'm also not that loose. It's important no, to be, sure. it's important to be open-minded, but not so open-minded your brain falls out. You know what I'm saying? But, but I hear what you're saying. Um, what I'm saying is I never know like, oh, that's world-class graffiti as opposed to just good graffiti. Like what separates Drake from the Red Bull people who win? You know what I mean? Like I don't, I, I can't see that in street art. Do you know what I mean? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I understand completely, but I think it's also circumstance, right? Because, some people have teams which are sponsored. That's what I mean. What's it? Why isn't Drake in that team? And yeah, or maybe he's just independent. I haven't actually had a, a real like 
because I saw him at, at this tattoo shop he was busy doing with. Um, so he did the previous Heart and Hand tattoo studio. He came in there, did all the walls. Mm-hmm. Really cool guy. And then he, he hung around and, and had, a, had a chat with him. Because I've seen this Drake graffiti around the West Strand area for a long time. And I always thought of just somebody who's a fan of Drake, the person, like the artist. <laughs> Turns out it's his name. Okay. So, yeah. I, <laughs> I also, I don't know what you call good, but I haven't seen, a, I don't really know anyone else in the graffiti game. Like, there's no one who really leaves their name like Drake. Like, Drake will sign off his stuff with that signature sort of logo. And that's how I know. So, even on Instagram posts, when I see people have taken pictures of his graffiti, I like tag him and I'm like, dude, this is, you know, great stuff. Love his work. One day I'd love him to come and just, like, I would have a wall and I'll just say to him, do your thing. Like, I think it's cool. What would you have him paint? I don't know, because for me it could be anything from, like, we could do Marvel movies or music or, you know. So, so I used to work with this guy called Greg. All right. Gerb, Gerb Kaboom, Kabam. Electric figure, this guy. Not to be confused with Greg, a colleague here. Greg, and that Greg Cohen. Different, very, very, okay. very, you, you couldn't meet two different personalities. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this Greg has full on dreads. Okay. Beyond Alex Iwobi levels, his dreads are sitting on his backside. But he doesn't play football, so that's okay. No, no, he does not. He will snowboard or go kaboom. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. Electric. Wow. What he, an electrifying human being. And this photo, I'm showing Ryan a photo where Greg is, he's on a, he's on a lift on, on a, uh, what's it? At a ski resort. This um, dude looks like Sean White. This photo understates how electric this guy is. I'm sure. You cannot know. You can, there is nothing you can imagine to make you imagine how electric this guy is. Is he South African? Very South African. In fact, ironically, from the southern suburbs of, of Cape Town. <laughs> so, incredibly yuppie parents. His father was a bit of a big deal, actually. Like, actually, one of the biggest deals in the in law in South African history. Like, that's not a joke. Like, he used to be on 702. No, no, no. I can't drop his name. Tommy later. Um, but anyway, so his father used to be on, like, 702 every week as, like, a legal consultant. He's and this one of, is back then when it was still prime. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm talking even now. No, no. Oh, still now. No, I don't know if he does now, but I'm talking like recently, like two years ago. I heard okay. Him. Yeah. No, his dad's a very, very big deal. Like in the Cape Town legal circles, his dad is the standard. But Greg, <laughs> everything you see in this photo. Anyway, sensational artist. Graffiti as well. Oh, anything. Does he have a tag? I don't know. See, I don't know if Gerb is his thing, but his real name's Greg. He is an incredible artist. He drew, so our old boss, uh, Peter Piper, real name, by the way. He drew Peter's life story on his wall as, as like a, as art. Cause Peter started off like small in the South African skiing game. And as it evolved, Peter became the guy. Eventually, Peter got known as the Don King of, oh, of snowboarding. So this Peter is the owner of Tiffendale's sports well, he, shop. So he was a part of Tiffendale right from the beginning. Okay. It used to be at something called Bright, well, it was the waterfront. Brightwater Commons. Th- then it became Brightwater Commons. What, what is it called now? Now it's, 
Fairlands Walk or something. Exactly. So, so way back in the in the day, they used to have something called Springbok Ski Club there, and you used to ski on a rotating like plasticky carpet thing. Anyway, so Peter had just come back from the UK, and we started working there. Anyway, P, like Peter's skiing and snowboarding journey started overseas. Anyway, so Greg drew that. It, it's just a, it's a masterpiece. But but he also does other stuff like sick stuff. I'm so jealous of artists who can do stuff like that. Because I think it's such a an under an underappreciated thing to be able to draw mm. or even paint. Like graffiti, I've always loved graffiti. I just I don't have the time or resources to, to, to do it. Also, I don't know where you even practice because I think you need special permission to do stuff like this. You, you know what? You're the right age to also hang out with those kind of people. Like yeah. I can't hang out with a street artist anymore. <laughs> Thirty five years old. We imagine what people say. It's like go home, old man. You know what I mean? There comes age. No, I don't think so. Yeah, there comes a time. You can't be out looking for shenanigans. Because also, I love Greg, but these kinds of people come with shenanigans. Does he have tattoos? Big time. You see, so that's... I will (laughs) stand by this. You will always meet the most interesting people at tattoo shops. I'm not a tattoo shop guy. Yeah, I know. I love it. Good tattoo day. Mm. Mm. But but again, perfect for you is that guys like me, no way. I'm... You know, I like to walk in my leafy suburb. Leave me, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Leave me alone. I'm walking to Woolworths. Uh, I'm going to go get my already pre-cut organic mangoes. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah. That's me. Whereas you, Ryan, you, Greg, you, you, I wonder if you'd get along with Greg because he's a... Uh, Love to meet him. Where, is he in Joburg? Yeah. Or is, is he? No, he's, he's in Joburg. So maybe we'll pass by he's, one day. <laughs> Greg is a... Uh, Maybe you can take me to that wall. Wait, was it a, it was a private wall? Hey? No, no, it's at the ski shop in uh, on William Nickel there. Okay, above so, the, you know where the pro shop is. I on, do know where yeah, the pro shop is. Above the pro shop, there's a gondola there. Okay. In there is a place called Gone Skiing. Greg is the, the, the manager of that shop, so you should pop in there one day and say, <laughs> "Oh, Greg, it's happening, bro." No, uh, aware, bro. <laughs> oh, is it yeah, more like that? No, aware. Oh, so I got to tap into more the street side. Oh, wait, Greg, what's happening? Jasper. How old is he? Uh, Greg's, I don't know, late 20s, early 30s. Say, oh, wait, bro, it's Jas. That, I need to get my awareness up. Yeah, yeah. He's Cape Town, like. Oh, dude. A, a we- no, 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 not, uh, not surfer. You've gone. Oh, sorry. Again. He, he's Cape, Cape Town, Town cool streets. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, bro. I need to hang on the streets a bit this, more. Yes, I'm telling you, bro. I'm, Gre- I'm Greg. When I'm in Cape Town, I'm not really on the streets. No, you, you're a bit of the cool guy, like music producer yeah, yeah, with yeah. Jordans on at the beach. Yeah, yeah. I think people like him would probably laugh at me in Cape Town. Yeah, I think Greg might laugh at someone like you in general. <laughs> He's a bit hysterical, Greg. I can't no, explain him good. to you. No, 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 Ryan. You, be careful what you ask for, yeah. right? Because you might just get it. Yeah, yeah. Be careful what you wish for. You might just get it. You meet this guy. I don't mean there's anything to laugh at you just no, because. No, sure. What I mean is Greg is. He's his it, own thing. He's a, he's a force of nature. Some people just have that, eh? Yeah. I mean, like Jason's one of them. But, but he's brothers. an excellent human as well. Greg, like excellent human. One, one of the, one of the best raised people. He's, he's been through life a bit, but life, life gets all of us. Yeah. But such a, sometimes I meet people and I go, mm. Your parents did a good job. <laughs> Your parents did a good job. Like yeah. he's a bit prickly around the edges, you know? Oh, Montreal. But his parents did a great job and, and a superb human being. 
You know, that's the greatest trait I think you can say about anybody is that they're, they're, he's just a solid bloke. But he comes with an edge, does Craig. <laughs> I love him. I love him. I love because I like people with edge. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've noticed. Yeah, I, I don't like. Uh, don't don't bore me. You you like to let people's personalities shine out a bit. Absolutely. It's a it's a cool thing I've noticed about you because you don't like everyone conforming to one thing. You like no no no, you do that because yeah. that's your thing. Yeah, lean into it, bro. I like that. I I like that. You have to you have to let people be themselves. This world's hard enough, yeah, you know. And also true. also don't employ people if you're gonna want them to be like you. I, I hate it when people do that. If you're gonna employ someone, let them do their thing. Otherwise, you. In fact, who? Because you you know I, I can't speak for ladies. But I, I, I can speak for guys. I've seen these mistakes made a lot. I, so I, I've got a very difficult relationship with my father. But one thing I watched as I was younger, right, is my father, even with us, he, my, fa- my father was so great at creating environments, right, mm. for you to go and express yourself. And, and there's not one person, and my father is a, he's very, very strict. So he doesn't muck about, right? But one, th- I, I've never heard anybody speak negatively about working for him because he will give you all the resources and let you do your thing. And you got to get away. Like, if you employ someone, here's my approach to it, right? And, and maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong. I'm going to employ you and get out your way. The mm. worst thing employers do, and we've all been with these employers, right? Is they employ you and then they tell you exactly what to do. Like, oh, well, why'd you get the person then? You just do it yourself. Like, get out of people's way, mm. you, you know? And also, to give texture to an environment, you, you need to let people feel safe to be themselves. Otherwise, their environments go stale, and nothing great happens, I think, in those environments. Mm. You need people to feel free to come to work and bring themselves, you know? It's, actually, it's quite funny that you say that, because I've met a couple of people when we hang around in, in these studios here. Mm. And a lot of people say the work environment is so chilled and so different. But we work, if you know what I mean. And yeah. it's, it's something I've forgotten. You, I think sometimes you can take it for granted of how like chilled this work environment is for what we do. Yeah, and I think it can go too far that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't manage it. but No, no, no there's – look, healthy line. Yeah. But it's nice to be in a creative environment. Yeah. Well, at least – from my point of view. And I would not employ boring people. The, the, no, <laughs> th- that's the one thing. I'm sorry. If you're boring, don't talk to me. I don't want to be your friend and I don't want to talk to you. Like, life's bo- Don't bore me. Don't bore me. I hate boring people. I'm sorry. I hate you. If you're boring, get out of my way. Get, get out of my face. I'll, I've got better stuff to do. I, I can read a book. Uh, sorry. If I want to be bored, I, I can go and listen to a Taylor Swift song. You know what I mean? I, uh, okay. Ooh. Calm down. Uh, sorry. Ryan, you had Taylor Swift on loop yesterday. I saw your t- tweet and, yeah, and, no, I, and I was in your car. No, I did. So for those who don't know, I don't have a car. Um, so Ryan drives us to, um, I use Uber normally or, or Taxify. Um, but Ryan drives us to the other studio. And yesterday mm. he had, he was bumping, uh, Taylor Swift. He's like, Oh, this lady's a poet. She is. <laughs> it's a bit She's an, an American treasure. <laughs> she is an American, to, to the Americans. Yeah. Well, uh, and to Ryan. Yeah. Worldwide. Worldwide, Taylor Swift. I'm not okay. I, I, fine, I'm not gonna hate on Taylor Swift. That's fine. You know, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? No, I'm with you. No, I'm with you. I'm not gonna hate on Taylor Swift. Good. Greg Kaboom. I'd forgotten about Greg. He's a piece of work, old Greg. Oh, is he? Yeah, 
I'd forgotten about him. Spent some good times with him, uh, Afriski. <laughs> not not in a sexual way. Oh well, that's none of my business, by the way. No, no, no. I mean, I mean if I was gay, uh, he's not gay. He's got two kids. Yeah. So. No, but like a superhero movie, it's none of my business. You know. Uh, did you mean the fact that there's a gay guy on Eternals? Yeah, the, well, the black guy, the only you, black guy. <laughs> you brought that up. That was hilarious. But yeah, I'm saying, I mean, like. None of that stuff matters to me. And I don't think it should matter to anyone else, but that's my opinion. What do you mean? A black guy who's gay? I don't... Dude, you're saving the world. I don't want to know if he's straight or gay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter It doesn't matter in me. the hero context. No. Don't, don't, don't give him that sort of idiosyncrasy. Yeah. Like, why on earth are we... Because especially to children. What are children meant to make of this? They don't, they don't know how anything works. Yeah, I think the argument might be some people who are 13 and are, are gay. Like, oh, okay. I mean, next thing, what? We're going to tell, what are we going to tell the kids about Barney? What happened, wow, what happened with Barney now? Why? Is he straight? Is he? Uh, I, see, I see what you're saying. Because it, it is a kid's film. Why are you bringing adult? Superman is for kids. All of it. All of it's for kids. It's all for kids. Although but the, they've, although- they've enhanced it. Although there is swearing now in Marvel Universe. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know if it's for kids anymore. It's weird, eh? Is it weird? I also th- I, I thought it was weird. No, no, it is, it is weird because all the Marvel movies I've watched have been capped, like swearing isn't a thing. Yeah, but I heard I heard some S-bombs, if, not F, not F, but Yeah, S. I think they're still away from the F-bombs. Yeah. So but, it's, it's a bit weird. I think the S-bombs are funny to kids. Although, should you... Okay, well, maybe it's not eighteen, twelve. Like kids are watching YouTube now. Yeah, they, they, they know. It's way worse. They're watching porn. Kids are watching porn. If you're a parent, <laughs> sorry to tell you, your thirteen-year-old son has definitely, definitely been on the worst porn site ever. And the last thing you want to do is actually block the internet. Thing is, with kids, if you, if you, if you stop kids, and maybe this is just my personality. So, like, my father was quite good at this because. I actually never got into any of that weird, like uh, being a child into porn kind of thing. I think, well, when did I start doing porn? Like 19, when I was in the UK. I, even mm. in school, I, I never watched porn once. And, we, and I went to boarding school. So you must know, there are nerds at, listen, 500 boys, right? The shenanigans. Shenanigans. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere, there are terabytes and terabytes of porn everywhere if you wanted it. You know what I mean? Because we had – oh, no, no. We had guys – are you kidding me? Whatever movie you want, had it way before it came out in the movie cinema. Eight, like back then was what? HD quality, boom, crash, boom, bang. Because we had super – the nice thing about boarding school that I did love, after you get over the bullying of the first like two years, then you get to – oh, awesome. We're all in this together. It's crap now. We're in standard eight. No one cares about us. We're all learn oaks. And eventually, if you, it's kind of like the army. You go through enough with someone, doesn't matter. They're nerds, sportsmen, doesn't matter. We, we're all in the mix now. So, but, but by then, you kind of know, okay, those are the nerds. Those are, those are the guys, the snake club oaks, the, the like reptile nerds. Excellent. Those oaks, if biology or whatever, they've got it. Science nerds, da, da, da. the rugby players, cricket players, everyone has their function. You know what I mean? Like, oh, guys, we need this. We know, okay, if we need something from teachers, talk to these oaks. The teachers love those oaks. Like, it, it becomes a, re- a community. So it's not just like savagery. You know, a lot of people think boarding school is just a bunch of guys, I don't know, showing each other their willies or whatever. It's not. <laughs> it's a community, right? And eventually, those oaks, okay, you oaks are the suck-ups. All right, 
But now, oh, we need something from Sir, who's the house master. Okay, we need to talk to the rugby players. So we will go sort that out. Okay, Oaks, you screwed up. Okay, it's fine. Because everyone screws up, you know. Some Oaks, he missed a cycle test or whatever. Okay, we got to have this Oaks back. He's in our house now. How are we going to sort that out? Okay, we're going to need to talk to the prefect in the other house who's got a good relationship with that. Like, it's a whole vibe. There's The, the dynamics in boarding school. You have no idea, right? Sounds electric. It is beyond electric. Especially, it's like, if your mate's in a fight, he's in your house with Oak in another house, and it's your mate. Let's just say it was your twin brother, right? Hypothetically. Different house. I hate him. Okay, it's happening. It's on now. And we were like, okay, that's going to be on. We got to negotiate now, because you got to go and talk to him. Otherwise, I'm going to take his head off. Then... That's not enough. Okay. I still want to take his head off. He wants to take my head off. Now we got to get the prefects involved without getting the house masters involved because the, the, the last thing you want is to be the guy to get authority involved. We all like to manage ourselves. The guy who gets teachers involved and whatever. Remember a guy got his parents landed with the, the helicopter. So a real thing at, the, at my school. A bunch of crybabies like helicopter it was quite early on. He then got bullied so hard he had to leave the school. Like, don't get your mommy and daddy involved. Mm. You're like, what kind of prick are you? If you're going to have a big mouth, sort it out. And um, the, I was going to say, my mom was like that. No, no, no. Because she, she also went to boarding school. Yeah. And she, whenever I had issues at school, she said, I'm not getting involved. You have to be there every day. Sort it out. You sort it out. She refused. She never wrote me a letter. She never... And it wasn't that she didn't care. She just said, Ryan, you need to survive in this place. You need to figure out ways to make it work. Yeah. Listen, I've been, I've, I've only <laughs> been knocked out th- three times in my life. Well, no, maybe a fight once at Billy's, I think. Classic. But I was a, I was a, a rap scale. But yeah, um, most of the time I've been knocked out at school. Did the, <laughs> did the boarding masters know? Absolutely. Did they care? Absolutely not. Sort it out, lad. <laughs> I think things are very different today from when you went to boarding school. Yeah, now I'm hearing things about, about how it goes today. But eventually, like by standard eight, you're fine. Everyone's in the mood. It's, we're moving and grooving like oats. It's a disaster. I haven't done my project. Don't worry about it. You know who to go to. My project's due tomorrow. Those oaks will sort you out. Those oaks are nerds. They've got six projects done. Excellent. Oaks, how much? Sweet. Let's sort it out. What do you need? Oh, I need blah, blah, blah. This and that. Or, like it comes down to this, right? Turns out this guy likes so and so's sister, who's your mate now. She goes to Saint Anne's, which was the school down the road from us, right? Yeah. Don't worry about it. I got you. Like even if you can't make it happen, at least I'll get her to. I'll get you invited to the bride, her farm, or whatever. Like I got you. It's all right. Mm. But I'm gonna need this. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Oms, I got you, boy. That's Damn hilarious. Magic. Yeah. No, boarding school. Whoo. <laughs> hey, listen. You need oaks on your side. I tell you, boarding school will teach you. You can't be a clown to everyone. Yeah. Like, get oaks on your side. Or the greatest thing it taught me was, you need oaks on your side. You need people on your side. No, that you do. Especially when things go wrong. Because the how, like, once authority starts coming on around you, you need oaks. Let's be together, oaks. What's the story here? Because we need to get up to all sorts of electrics as well. I'm sure. Like, because also the the guys in the snake club, they're also people think it sounds quite nerdy, but they're up. That's like their thing, right? That's their football. Like, Oaks, you're not supposed to have, like, a mamba in here. Come on, Oms. It's fine. We'll get rid of, like, we're just doing this and that. Like, like that is dangerous. If that thing gets out, 
You know, Oaks, we have a snake pit for that. No, or whatever. They got their own thing going or whatever. And, yeah, and it's also like an ego thing. You know what I mean? It starts to become like I'm the best snake club guy and I caught a blah, blah, blah. And I was handling it. You know what I mean? Like, Oaks, what is that doing in here? But um, come on, just relax. <laughs> all right. All right. Jeez. Just make sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't yeah. need to be. And it's it just, it, it works so many dynamics because eventually that guy's going to sort you out. You're going to sort him out. And it's just, you know, we all look out for each other eventually. But electric, electric. I'd recommend boarding school for anyone. Speaking of guys that should have gone to boarding school, mm. can I bring up something? Yeah, please do. Jake Paul. Jake Paul. What's he got to say for himself? Sports-related news. Yes. You heard it here first. Mm. If you haven't read it on tabloids or, or anywhere else. with it, if you don't have the internet, <laughs> if, you, if you live in Mesopotamia. So, you know how he's been having this feud with Dana White. Maybe it's a feud from his side. Dana White's a billionaire, but go ahead. So Jake Paul just invested in EDR, UFC stock. (laughs) And he puts out this statement, and I'll quote it verbatim. Let's hear it. I invested in EDR, UFC stock with my partner, Jeffrey Wu, to focus on UFC's ESG standards. name Jeffrey Wu, too. So it's Jeffrey Wu, at Jeffrey Wu, and then there's a two there oh. uh, right after. Oh, okay. so that, that's his handle, okay? No, no, there's no two in the handle. The two is separate from the handle. T-O-O? No, no, no. Two, as in two to the number. I don't know. I can't see it. Where were uh, Jeffrey Wu over there. I'm showing him KT. Oh, oh, to focus on. Sorry. That's... Oh, uh, maybe he ran other characters. Yeah. Okay, sorry. To focus on UFC's ESG standards... Relating to fighters, we believe EDR can drive long-term economic value by increasing UFC fighter pay and providing them health care, reaching out to engine number one to partner on this endeavor, which he puts in. So now, he has struck Dana White through the core by becoming a partner yeah. in, um, in EDR. Now, I don't know what EDR is. But, be, could, but he's put in brackets to UFC. So they obviously, um, from what I heard, they're the parenting company of UFC. This is crazy. You are now, <laughs> you're now like dealing with Dana White as a partner and there's nothing he can say about it. Okay. EDR, our massive 28 billion market cap. Never heard of them. $28 billion market cap. So, I mean, this is all content for him, though. He's not. Oh. Uh, how much did he invest? It doesn't exactly say. Let me let me see if I can find out how much he invested. Okay, but but anyway, like whatever, five million or whatever, he would invest it. Good for him. He's so smart. Content. It's all content, right? It's not. He's not going to affect Dana White's life. Dana's fine. Fox own. Um, but <laughs> but but I tell you what, he is excellent. Jake Paul is. Ex- oh, who is it? Uh, Logan Paul. No, so it's Jake Paul. It's it's the younger brother. So not the boxer. No, no, no. So Jake Paul is the boxer. Logan Paul boxed. I think he's only boxed. KSI. Yeah, so he boxed KSI and Floyd Mayweather. Twice KSI. One, once for Floyd Mayweather. Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Okay. Which Floyd Mayweather still isn't paid, by the way. I'm a baller, babe. I'm a bop. But uh, he's got some content in the works for that, as okay. you know. Mm. But now it's funny because... <laughs> Logan put out a video this week 
you know, you just launched Prime Hydration. With so KSI. Now, with KSI. So now <laughs> they put out this video where they went to Walmart as Prime Hydration employees to try and sell it as salesmen. Uh-huh. To like the general public who obviously don't know these guys too well before it caught on social media. And this one guy turns, uh, he, he, he figured out who Logan Paul and KSI, they didn't exactly undercover, even though they said they did. And he still turned around to KSI and he said, uh, what do you say? You must just, uh, knock out Jake Paul. <laughs> and he's like, okay, no, I will. <laughs> I'll try. Because now Logan Paul and KSI are partners in this whole drink thing. And it's massive, by the way, sold out everywhere. Still can't get some. Still trying. Nightmare. But, um, yeah, so that's still on the table. But now I just find this hilarious because, you know, Jake Paul is really trying to increase fight to pay here. And so much so he's now investing in the company. I think he's just trying to needle Dana. You think so? Yeah, I don't think he has enough money to actually, like Dana White. He made 45 million last year, one year. Dana White made that in, he makes that every fight. I know, but Jake Paul has only got his boxing career started in the last two to three years. No, I know. He's no, just no. getting started. I, I, I'm saying, da- he, like, Dana's a, mil- a billionaire. Right? Yeah, no, no. So, so, so uh, what I'm saying is, he's just needling Dana now. Because <laughs> it's awesome. It's like, great. Like, 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 he might care about the boxes, so, uh, like the fighters or whatever. But the other side is the. Co- I like the content side. Because, look, I, I can't take him seriously compared to Dana. Dana's with Fox. That's Disney. Like, like I, I like the Paul Brothers, but we must also keep in mind. Fox just paid $120 million billion for the NFL rights. There's a different difference between making $45 million a year and, be, and being bought for $4 billion is what Dana got <laughs> bought out for. Wait, but now, okay. They bought UFC for $4 billion. Bought? Uh, Fox, yeah. Fox owns. Uh, because we had a similar conversation about WWE, but you said they sold the rights yeah. to watch WWE or yeah. broadcast the channel yeah. on Fox so, so they for own, a billion. Yeah, they own the rights like a billion a year or whatever they pay for WWE. So Vince still McMahon, owned by Vince McMahon. Oh, yeah. No, no, Vince ain't letting go of that. But, so Dana and the Fatida brothers got bought out for $4 billion, having bought it for $100 million. And remember when everyone laughed at Dana? Yeah, yeah. $4 billion. <laughs> That's, I can't even believe that. But now, how does Dana fits into this whole thing no, well you don't want to lose the heart and soul obviously yeah he's the heart and soul of so uh, obviously he just gets a fat salary cap yeah oh, i think he got 500 probably, million up front probably percentages as well yeah, yeah he'll be have he'll have some percentage in in us but what's also. his what's his title i don't know like what's vince mcmahon what's his uh, yeah, he's that owner yeah he's that okay uh, he, he's operator same level C-O-O. but i love i love it the the poor brothers keep it going content dude like needle needle dana like dana's rich and he mustn't be entitled as well and 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 it's cool like young versus old i mean there's so many cool narratives you know what i mean <laughs> i love it i love yeah. it i love it and uh <laughs> these poor brothers are making money bro as well it's cool it's a new generation and um they're smart young guys like i also i like young people because fearless they're fearless. Uh, at 22, you don't know any better. Like, yeah. At my age, you're like, oh, Dana's worth a billion and he works with Fox. I don't want to mess with that. I'd like to work with them. And Jake White's like, oh, screw you. I can start my own YouTube channel again. And and the funny thing is, they were on Disney Channel. Jake Paul, I mean. Um, Jake Paul, yeah. Logan featured on one episode with Olivia Rodrigo, by the way. Whoever that is. 
one of the biggest musicians come out of last year dropping that album. Uh, okay, what's, what's the, what was the show he was on? I can't remember the show. I think it was on something cat. Uh, okay. is, is so, so are they child stars? The Paul stars, Paul brothers. Oh yeah. No, no, I'm saying like on 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 the movies. So Jake or, Paul or was Disney. originally Disney. Oh, was he? What, what show was he in? I can't remember, but he was on Disney for like a whole year. No ways. He and that's why there's this promo of him doing that whole. Do you remember how they got all the Disney stars to do that thing where they hold the wand and then they make the the Disney logo for the video, and then he's like, "Hi, I'm Jake Paul. You're watching Disney Channel." Oh, was he? Let's see here. Filmography. No, he was. He had his own show. Ridiculousness. No, no, uh, no. The Prince. That's uh, the, MTV. Oh no, not the Price Right. Walk the Prank. No. Uh, Bizard Vark. The Mind of Jake Paul. Hold on, I'll find it. But it's 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 electrifying. Looks like it. Oh, I didn't realize they were like child stars. So, he was on, according to this. Yeah, so it's on, uh, Bizardvark. Okay. Jake Paul, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, he was, um, I think there's a couple of pictures of wow, him on set. And he's from Ohio. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Ohio, middle of nowhere, terrible place to live. And they've made themselves into this. Wowie. See? I'm, I'm just showing MKT a picture now. That's what it... Oh, that's hilarious. And now you see him <laughs> calling... Uh, you, you see him calling uh, Conor McGregor, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> you know. A little bit it of is. a... It's interesting because I'm getting... You know how I know I'm old? The biggest... So I had, a, I had a meeting, right? Bit of a flex. But I had a meeting with... A really, really big child star who's now become a bit of a heartthrob. Like he's doing huge movies. Can you drop the name? I can't drop a name. I can, um, I can give you a clue though. He moved to Australia. Big star. Or he was a big child star certainly in my time. Where was he from? America. Massive star. Massive. And But he's doing a lot of like super conscious documentaries now. Anyway, he needed us to do some stuff for him in, in South Africa, right? Anyway, I won't tell you the name even if you guess it. But anyway, I think a lot of people know that he moved to Australia. Um, but I'm like, holy smokes. This guy's like a full-on heartthrob for adults now. How old am I? Like, I watched him as a child star. Like, I mean, I, don't, I told you I don't watch Disney or whatever. Like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have that child part in me. It's like Bambi. I don't care. You know what I mean? But, like, I know him. He was like the guy. Yeah, yeah, and now he's the guy <laughs> as like the, the the new heartthrob vibe for like thirty year olds and moms. I'm I'm so old. No, well, I don't think I feel. I mean, I used to watch these guys. I mean, yeah, they, but they they your age. I know, but that's just weird because it came here late. So I watched them when they were kids because we got it late. So, like a good example was. No, well, what do you mean? They, they they didn't age faster than you. No, no, no. But we got the shows like oh, three years later. Or? Yeah, yeah. So we got the first season. Oh, so three you, years later. So than you America. were sixteen when they were thirteen, but sixteen in real life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. So we got the shows late here because oh, Disney Channel was still new here, and all of those kind of things. So we got everything, season one from the beginning. 
Like I when it was already out for five years. In, Miley in Cyrus America. used to be Hannah Montana, and now she's Wrecking Ball, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's crazy. It's a, that's hilarious, man. I mean, just earlier this week, there was a TikTok that went viral, uh-huh. put out by Megan Trainer. Don't know who she is, but okay, doesn't um, matter. Anyway, a couple big hits. Anyway, D- Disney stuff. D- uh, no. So her husband was in the in the TikTok and just doing the husbandy things, and they noticed something on the wall. Firstly, her husband is Junie from Spy Kids. Oh, wow. Who was like this high when I used to watch him. Yeah. Very, very small kid. He's 29 now. She's 28. I thought, I thought she was way older anyway. Okay. They, he has his spy kids uniform on the wall <laughs> and that's all people could focus on. Like, forget Megan Trainer. Yeah. They see Junie at 29 years Amazing. old. Amazing. And they see his, you know, his spy outfit from way back, which is one of the best movies I think I ever watched as a kid. I used to love spy kids. So you, which one's the one with the guy who had a memory loss of Frankie Muniz? Yeah, that's uh, Frankie Muniz. Oh, is that who you're talking about? No, no, no. Search, search Spy Kids. But who is Frankie Muniz in Spy Kids? No, no. That's, okay. that's Agent Cody Banks. Oh, sorry. Different, I know, different I know you love him, yeah, but he, he also doesn't remember that. Yeah. Cause he faked a, a memory loss thing. <laughs> right. Allegedly. Allegedly. He's, he's lying. It's like, what? I cheated on you with who? You're with your sister? I don't know. Oh, I bumped my head. Like Frankie, real life's not movies, you clown. <laughs> but the wife's like, oh, the money's just too good. I gotta stay. I can overlook the lies. Is that a kid now? Now all the Jonas brothers have kids, which now, and they're all girls, which means going from now the Jonas brothers. Jonas get, sisters. And get the Jonas sisters. Maybe they perform together. Oh my imagine, god. Imagine, the oh, oh, imagine how big that band will be. Are you joking? Like, Interscope Records is already signing. Do you like remember they, when? They Do you remember wanted- when Billy Ray Cyrus performed with Miley? Yeah. Oh my, that was, there was, there was one, uh, Billy Ray Cyrus, uh, Miley, and, uh, who's the godmother? The, uh, Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. And now, Woo! Miley Cyrus's younger sister is doing it, like bigger than Miley because she wasn't a child star. Singer. Yeah. She's, she's been explicit from when she started. Noah Cyrus. I don't, I don't think she's bigger than Miley. You maybe need to relax her. What are you talking no, about? No, she, uh, Miley she won't Cyrus be bigger was than the Miley. biggest star at 10 in but the I, world. But I'm saying she's doing pretty well. Uh, but the thing is, she but started out her music. Yeah, straight explicit. Listen, it does help when you come from Billy Ray Cyrus, my sister, and then me. Yeah. I'm like, I'll, I'm not going to give her no, the... No, no, of course. But, hey, she's making it happen, you know? She's doing the things. Ryan, good stuff today, man. Jake Paul. Both of them are rap scallions and I love it. It's hilarious. Gerb Kaboom. Look him up. Greg. Absolute riot. Drake. So Ryan's going to have another sandwich today, folks. It takes forever. That thing's huge. That's not too long. It's huge, bro. Ryan, good stuff today, Paul. Thank you. To you at home. I hope you have a great day. If you are listening to this on the podcast, remember to join us um, and subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. Of course, on TikTok, we are um, on our way to the quarterfinals. It is the last one today. We will be on 1700 hours uh, Central African time. The elephants, mighty elephants of Cote d'Ivoire take on the pharaohs of Egypt. Mo Salah takes on Wilfred Zaha tonight for a place in the last eight. Uh, we will see you there. Um, and if not, of course, the podcast daily. You can find the podcast wherever you get your podcast. This has been the MKT Show. And for now, we are the hell out of here.